Hey everyone, welcome to episode two, I think, of the Inside the August podcast. You've lost count to two! <laughs> <laughs> I don't know when this is going to go out. I don't know when this is going to go out. Fuck you. <laughs> Sorry, carry on. <laughs> Shall we try that again? No, keep it in. This is gold. <laughs> Oh, this is gold, is it? Right. Yeah. So, as you might have guessed, from the this is inside the Ogre's Cavern podcast. I am Barg the Ogre, aka Stuart, and you may have heard my guest already from his wonderful <laughs> uh, introduction. Uh, it is Graham Cheen. Hello, hello. How are you doing? I'm good, man. It's lovely in here. I love what you've done with the place. I know it's great. I mean, it's much bigger on the inside than you think, isn't it? Yeah, that's what I've always heard. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay. Um, so. Welcome to, the, welcome to the the podcast. Thanks, man. Thanks for having me. Yeah, you're welcome. Um, we've been talking about doing a podcast together for a while. I've been listening to some of your old stuff from last couple of years that you've been doing recently, and I was like, I quite want to talk wrestling with someone. You're probably yeah. one of the best people I know to talk about wrestling with. And I know if we sort of drop in and out of wrestling every so often because that's the nature of wrestling. But I thought, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I thought it would be fun to sit down and maybe try and do semi regular, maybe once a month, every couple of months, maybe even. A, quarterly or whatever and just talk about the state of wwe and wrestling in general i mean most of my stuff comes from wwe with a little bit outside of that um, but i know you're more into some of the other um, promotions yeah my mate my mate sanj our mate sanj, our mate sorry. sanj he's not you uh, you don't he's, get custody he's, he's balls deep in new japan right now <laughs> he loves it so it sounds about right kenny omega oh man <laughs> I'm taking a back. I'm saying he gets an erection every time he's even the, the mere mention of Kenny Omega and he just goes off on one. <laughs> yeah, it sounds a bit like Sanj, to be honest. <laughs> we love you, Sanj. Please come on the podcast. It'd be great. Yeah, yeah. Please with me as well. That would be great fun. Uh, <laughs> um, no, I mean, I, 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 New Japan is not something that I've really been aware of other than recently since like Cody Rhodes has been out there and Chris Jericho went out there. But like I pretty much just stick with WWE, and I was watching one of the highlights of the, the to this week's Raw, and I was looking at it going, there's some stuff that WWE is getting really right, and there's some stuff that it's getting really wrong, and there's some that stuff that is just slightly off, but could be fixed. And I thought, it's I get Sheen, we could sit down, however many hundreds of miles away we are from each other, and just sort of go over what the state of WWE is at the moment up until this point this year and maybe sort of see if we, th- we sort of agree on some things or disagree on some things. So so that's the plan. Can I just interrupt for a second, Stu? When yeah, you yeah, said, oh, no matter how, like, a couple of hundred miles away we are from each other, I instantly thought, are you not still in Edinburgh? <laughs> no, I'm in Cambridge. <laughs> <laughs> I've been in I Cambridge fucking for... forgot you, <laughs> I've been in Cambridge for nearly ten years. Yeah, sorry, man. <laughs> Time flies, eh? Ten years, wow. Ten years. Ten years. That's a very squeaky chair you've got. Oh, yes, yes, of course. Yeah. No, I'm sitting you on give me the sofa. bad seat in here. Yeah, well, you know. I can't, I've not got much of a budget. No. <laughs> no, I can tell from my setup right here. <laughs> right, so we are, I think we're like two weeks away from Money in the Bank, which is probably the first of the real, not so much, real sort of relatively important well, it's the new big four, isn't it? I think it's sort of become one of the new big four, yeah. I mean, the big four obviously being WrestleMania, SummerSlam. Well, maybe it's now, is it now the big five, maybe? Because obviously you had, originally it was Mania, Rumble, Survivor Series, and SummerSlam. Yeah, and uh, now and it's then, like, what, Money in a Bank, Mania, Rumble, and SummerSlam. 
Yeah, because Survivor Series seems to have fallen by the wayside. And Survivor Series was always one of my favourite pay-per-views. I used to really enjoy the Survivor Series. I can't explain why. I just felt yeah, it was the best nobody one. can. They just remember it from their youth. Yeah. Everyone had a video at some point of like four guys on one side and four guys on the other. Yeah, I, I remember like the, I think it was like Hogan and some other people and like Coco Beware or whatever and Jake. I don't, mm. I don't know. It's, I, I have very vague memories. Like I, I didn't really get into wrestling properly until I was, well, it must have been like 99, like the end of 99, start of 2000, just before WrestleMania. I think, I think we went back into it like at the same time then, if that's the yeah. case. So like you, because I remember I started hanging out with you guys, and then you started talking wrestling. I was like, "Ooh, wrestling! What's this?" And I, and someone loaned me Rumble, the Rumble from that year, the one when Foley took on Triple H. Did they buy it? Like, was it on DVD or something? Well, there wasn't DVDs back then. It was like video. Oh shit! Yeah. <laughs> it was like, a, <laughs> and that was yeah. This we're we're talking nearly twenty years ago, and someone loaned me, and I was just remember like that was the first sort of that was the one that sort of sparked my main interest and I was like watching I remember watching Triple H versus Mick Foley and thinking oh my god I love Mick Foley I really want Triple H to die yeah we all hate Triple H apart from Sanj love you Sanj yeah so so obviously wrestling has changed quite a lot since then and like I, my fandom has come and gone as it were so that I'm not going to go in too much into it because I know you don't like it when I start talking about CM Punk but Punk I... Uh, how do I not like it? I, I think he's alright. I don't know, you always seem to sort of look... I, I always feel that when I start going off about CM Punk, you just go, fanboy. Well, he's just... he's He was the... Uh, he's the Kenny Omega of the or the last generation. <laughs> it's exactly that. He hates everybody. Well, no, I don't think Kenny Omega hates everybody, but... No, I think Kenny know, Omega is, seems to be sort of like the, the trendsetter. Yeah, and like people, people always tend to like put a lot of like pressure onto these onto these wrestlers like before it was CM Punk then it was Daniel Bryan as well for a bit and yeah. now it's like Kenny Omega and Cody where it's just like you're the voice of the people and it's like are they though or are they just guys trying to wrestle yeah I think no, I think you're right like I mean I think there's always going to be that sort of thing where people will 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 flock to someone because with the way it is at the moment with WWE having this huge domination of the of the industry which we're only just starting to see completely different sort of promotions coming in, like within the, the, the promotion of New Japan and Ring of Honor started to make a little bit of a resurgence. And from what I hear, Impact is still around. Yeah, but it's struggling. Yeah, and I, like I've stopped, I gave up on Impact a long time ago. I think Impact gave up on Impact a long time ago. <laughs> yeah, the whole kerfuffle with Anthem and... Fuck that owl. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Keep it PG, That's what you said. <laughs> well, that's your one. There you go. Yeah. No, no. I want you to say penis. <laughs> well, there goes that one as well. Well, like I'm gonna, I, I got to say the reason why I want you to say penis is because have you watched Enzo Amore's rap song yet? No, I haven't. I've, oh. I've seen it exists, and I went, oh no. Oh my god! I watched it first thing in the morning, and I got to say it made my day. I have been walking around with a smile on my face the whole day. I've been singing it to Chloe. Hold on a second. So you've been walking around singing... Uh, penis, yeah. Singing penis, yeah. Enzo well, Amore's penis. Right, so I don't... Maybe you might want to give some backstory about Enzo Amore before I can... Before I make the Well, I mean, if like, you want to give comments. backstory, you're, you're more than welcome. Okay. Enzo Amore is basically a twat, and uh, he got himself into a situation where a girl accused him of rape. And what happened after that was WWE fired him 
because he kept it quiet from them for a couple of months and he was winding up the locker room all the time and so WWE cut ties with him and he has been silent for about two months now while this while the allegations kind of sort themselves out. Turns out there is not enough evidence to prosecute. So now he's decided he's going to make this rap album. And it's the, the first song he's made is called Phoenix, which is two things. It's double meaning because he's rising up like a phoenix and the... the Someone set one fire. No, the, well, you would hope. But the, the, the rape itself happened, or, you know, allegedly, allegedly. happened in, in Phoenix. And so the, the video is... Enzo Amore rapping for like two or three minutes but there's a line in it where he just keeps going grabbing my consensual penis and I just think who, who can... it's, I mean, it's not the worst rap line in the world but... I know but it's just who says consensual penis would you like some consensual penis dear oh yes please <laughs> Oh, it's just man. oh, uh, it's car crash. It is so bad. I, I I love it. I really do. It's hilarious, but for all the wrong reasons. <laughs> oh man. Okay, so <laughs> bringing it back slightly to what we were trying to talk about. Yeah, I'm not allowed to swear anymore now. Yeah, well, that's, you you've 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 essentially blown your load. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, how much of WWE and, and wrestling as a, as a whole? Have you been have you been keeping up with at the moment? Like, I mean, I I'm sort of in and out and sort of very sort of casual. Follow the storylines ish, and I I know who I'm drawn to. I've watched most of the episodes of Ride Along. Oh, I mean, that's going to tell you how it's going on in the shows. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I I listen to audio podcasts all the uh, each week. I listen to about three of them, so I've got I got just to the story through the TV shows, but I just can't watch them, Chief. They're just what th- three hours long. I just and the pay-per-views, I watch all the pay-per-views, but I just can't watch the, I can't watch the TV shows anymore unless it's in like bite-sized chunks because it's yeah. just too painful. I find that the, well, this is something we'll we'll talk about probably later on, and maybe we'll, we will talk about this straight now. It's like what is something that WWE is doing wrong at the moment, and I feel that the length of the shows and the amount of content that they are firing at us, or the the wrestling public in general, is just too big. Like yeah. This, this Raw is three hours. SmackDown is two, which is better. NXT is an hour, is it? Is it, is it an hour? Yeah, it's an hour. Um, uh, and then two or five live is an hour. That's on top of SmackDown as well because they're filmed at the same yeah, time. they're filmed at the same time. Then you've got the pay-per-views, which Mania ran, what, six hours? Aye. From pre-show to... Not even pre-show. It was like it was all. There was the build-up show, then the pre-show, where the, before the actual card started, then the actual card, and then the after-show. And like it's 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 just too much. Yeah. And I know they've got to fill content on the network, and that's fine. But I feel that if you're gonna do that, you need to sort of like I don't have the time to be to be sitting watching Booker T talk about how great Titus O'Neil is. <laughs> Shocky ducky, <laughs> right. oh, the thing exactly. right here. Like Titus O'Neil falling over filled like twenty minutes of content. They must have been delighted, and they've they've put out YouTube videos about it. They've put out interviews about it. It's going, guys, we we don't need all this ana- analysis of this stuff. Just show me the yeah. show. Show me some quality wrestling. Don't spend forever doing it. It, it frustrates me that Raw is so so long. Yeah, yeah, but there there's kind of good news and bad news with that though. Because now that 
WWE have just signed a deal with uh, Fox. Yes, yes, that was a huge. It's a huge deal as well. Oh, yeah, and they are now going to be showing SmackDown. So the odds are they're probably going to say, right, well, we can jump SmackDown up to three hours. Or they'll just say, you can have 205 Live as well. But they're like, I don't think SmackDown's going to be two hours for much longer. No. Like, I feel like SmackDown's actually much more palatable at two hours. And I feel with the shake-up that they did and everything that came out of Smack, out of, out of that, I felt SmackDown actually got the better end of that, that shake-up. In terms, in terms of roster. Oh yeah, because they got screwed over in the last one. And keeping it two hours, that's fine. Like they, they have enough of a roster there to make two hours work. But I feel like three hours on Raw, like specifically after the shakeup, you're sitting going, it's not really like, it's just, like everything just seems a bit off kilter. Um, oh, I sneezed. Sorry. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> Off kilter. No, it's gold. Come on now, podcast of the year award. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna get a whatever it is a a poddy. Is it a poddy? Yeah, why not? We'll make one. We'll call it a poddy. I'll buy it, the trophy myself. It'll just be three peas and a pod. Fuck's sake! Oh, right. So, so yeah, off kilter. So yeah, it just it just feels unbalanced to me. And three hours, it's just too long. Like. To, to then switch around to some of the things I think is going well with WWE and is doing really well is NXT. And NXT mm-hmm. on a weekly basis is an hour-long show. It's tight. It's telling a story. It's recorded. It's recorded. It's They, they plan ahead. They give the guys enough time to recover from the, the performances so they're not, they're not constantly on... like They, they are touring, but they're not being yeah. worked to the bone. And they're not used every week either. And they're not used every week. So you, 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 you want to see the people more. And... The, the quality of the story writing, like the, the, the Ciampa Gargano storyline, I don't know, I don't know how to say his name. Ciampa? Is it Ciampa? Ciampa. Ciampa. I don't know, all yeah. I know is, all I know is how William Regal says it, and he always gets everything wrong. Umanga. <laughs> Umanga, yeah. Umanga! Yeah. I like William Regal though, he's one of the guys that is, I think you know, he's he, vastly underrated. He, he's one of the best things for them, because like, He's he's lived a, he's done shitty things mm. and he's he's almost I think he did he get fired or did he get suspended? I think he got suspend he got suspended when he first arrived. Right. Was that when he was a man's man? When he was a man's a real man's man. And then he went essentially went away, got clean and came back as William Regal. And yeah. that's when he was like really, really, really good. And then he, he got he got busted for something. Painkillers was it or I thought he, I thought he got ill. I thought he got re- no. He he got busted and then he got ill and then he came back after that because he had like malaria or something crazy. He did, uh, and he nearly died. And then he came back and he had. He, I watched it recently. Actually, it was an amazing promo during the time where he was either either G, the GM or in a position or a commissioner or something like that. And it was when Triple H was messing with Eugene, and he was like standing up for Eugene, and it was an amazing promo about how he like they were like they were like they were both born born. Nah, sorry. Both born naughty, uh, which is where that came from. Because it's like you and me were of the same cloth. We were both born All born right. naughty, but you don't you do not mess with Eugene. That's unfair. And it's a great promo. It's, it's he's fired up and everything like that. And I don't know even what what the match was afterwards, but like just goes to show you just how good he was. When do, uh, do you know when I was upset was when he uh, he took the title he took the intercontinental title off of Santino Morella. <laughs> I think it was him because he had the honkometer and all that stuff and then he did a show in England 
and uh, and I was like, no, I love the honker meter. I want to keep going. I, I want to get to the beat the honky tonk man's record. And then William Regal wins it to like a couple of claps because everyone loved Morella. And they're like, yeah, hometown guy. But didn't like the honky meter. The honky meter like got like, obviously the the honky tonk man's reign was like what four years. He didn't even get like three months into it, did he? He, he didn't get really very far into that whole gimmick, and then it just went. Oh yeah, we're not going. Was it not like, was it not like fifty six weeks or something? No, like that? I don't think he held it that long. I gen, I, I hold on. Well, hang on. You've done this to me before, Stuart. So I'm gonna go online. Oh okay, yeah, okay. I'm, Google I'm gonna, will answer this. I'm gonna this. Google it. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to do the audio search because I'm not typing. Okay, okay. Well, I'll, I will um I will just fill this dead air by. Oh no, it's honky tonk man. There you go. Well, Honky Tonk Man had it for like four years, I'm pretty certain. And then... Let's have a look. How long... Did, I don't know how long Morella had it for. No, he, he didn't have it. He had it for like maybe a, a quarter of that. Yeah. So, didn't have it for very long at all. Oh, it's just brought Honky Tonk Man, which was uh, recorded by Johnny Horton. <laughs> God damn it. Doesn't your Google know what you want? I know. Oh, God. Keep filling stuff. Okay, okay, okay. Um, so... Yeah, so NXT at the moment, I think, is in terms of all-round performance, one of the best things uh, that WWE are putting out at the moment. And I kind of feel that it actually hurts them in a way, because when they're coming up to show the big shows, which are like Mania and so forth, and they have the NXT takeovers the night before, so on the Saturday night, uh, you have the the NXT takeover, and they put together such a great show. Like, there's been several years where I feel like I watch NXT takeover, and I watch WrestleMania, I'm like, well, WrestleMania was bad. Because it had to follow up NXT, and NXT was so solid. Like there's been certain NXT takeovers which I I feel have ruined the following pay per view because it's the, the compare you compare the two and you're just like I wish they'd just done another NXT show. Yeah, yeah. Can I just have the NXT show be five hours instead of? Yeah. Can you not just do that on on the main roster? And I think that's sort of all, like I said. It's it's not a it's a weird complaint to have when you're saying. Your show is so good, it's ruining the main show. But, like, that's how I feel. Like, I'd much rather watch an NXT, a, a more expanded NXT show than what you, you would get on, on Raw. And there's, there, are, there are some things on Raw and SmackDown that I do enjoy. But NXT just seems to have, like, the. And every time NXT loses people to the main roster, they just somehow manage to find or, or put people into positions where suddenly. Like, you don't miss them anymore. Do you think it's because they've always got people spare behind the scenes that they know is good, but they're not going to use them yet? No, I don't know. I don't know. I think it's one of these things where, like, they seem to have developed this this atmosphere in NXT where people are always wanting to go out there and do better. So the, when, that spot, when that spot opens up, so when Finn Balor moves up or when Samoa Joe moves up or when Kevin Owens moves up or when Sami Zayn or... Or Sasha Banks, or, or all those people have moved up. Someone in, you then get the Adam Coles coming in. You have the Ricochets coming in. They find these guys and they give them that opportunity. And NXT has become that doorway for people who have been on Lucha Underground or TNA or whatever. Well, like, uh, who's who's that? Who's the guy now? What's his name? Ricochet. Ricochet. Yeah, I just said that. Ricochet. Oh, did you? Sorry, yeah. man. I'm too busy trying to figure out what four five four divided by seven is. <laughs> <laughs> 64 weeks there you go I'm sorry I don't know why that's so funny 
64 weeks the Honky Tonk Man had it for. Oh, so 64 weeks. How long did Man Morella have it then? I think he had it for like... Like three weeks. I want weeks. to say like eight weeks. Yeah. Something like that. didn't get anywhere close to it. <laughs> So, yeah, I can't remember. Well, that but, was that was worth it. Yeah. <laughs> it would have driven me mad. Yeah. Right, well. yeah. Uh, NXT, I would say it does kind of hurt WWE in that respect, especially when they put shows side by side. Yeah. And the, the guys in NXT are much more hungrier than WWE guys. Mm. But that kind of, like, there are people in WWE that it does light a fire underneath because there's people like Miz, there's people like Rollins, there's, I don't like to say it, but probably Roman Reigns as well. Hmm. They we'll get to get, Roman Reigns later. They, they do get pissed by that and they want to they want to do better and they want to go, right, I can, you know, I can do just as good as that, if not better. And they can, they know yeah. they can. Yeah. But it's when you've got, when you've got too many cooks in there, you've got so many goddamn producers because you've got so much, so much content to cover yeah. that, Everything just kind of gets... It's, it's a volatile mixture right now, and they're struggling to get it together. Yeah, because, I mean, I know that the ratings have dropped quite considerably recently. Like, they, they both both shows have been posting particularly low numbers, and I know that's been a trend for a while now. And I think I, I think it doesn't, it doesn't help them that these shows are so long, and finding the bits that you want to watch in those shows is very difficult. Mm-hmm. And, like I said, the guys who are coming up, and this, there's another frustration in that sort of thing. When you get those guys who are coming up from NXT, guys who, who are great in NXT, but they get to the main roster and they get lost. The number of really talented, quality guys who, who, who make that jump and then are just, just, just disappear. Like the Ascension did great guns in NXT, but then just disappeared. Yeah, it just wasn't, it just wasn't translating. When you've, got, when you've got a big crowd of people that don't care who you are and they've been sitting there for hours and... Let's be fair. There, there's there's a lot of people at the the main shows that are apathetic. I mean, they're not as normal WWE shows aren't as rowdy as British WWE shows. No, no, definitely because the fa- their fans are younger and there there's a lot of people that see them every other week or so. Like, oh, what's this? Another circuit of like New York or another circuit of Corpus Christi or whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. It's like they just they just don't care. They see it too often. And I'll be honest with you, dude. That I went to a live show. I think maybe a year and a a year ago, I think it was, over a year ago, and it stunk. It was, oh, it was horrible. But I think, I think the last show I went to see was, oh, goodness me, must have been about three or four years ago. It was literally just before Punk left, and it was when Punk and Daniel Bryan were on the same roster. Well, obviously, I don't think the brand split happened again. Um, But it was, Daniel Bryan was facing off against the Wyatts, and CM Punk was facing off against the Shield. And whatever happened during the main event, CM Punk and Darren Bryan were tagging up against one of those factions. And then the other faction came down to get them after. And then CM Punk and Darren Bryan both ran out of the ring. And then you had the this sort of showdown between The Shield, who, who at that time were sort of not quite moved to full face yet. It was like right at the start of their... their yeah, uh, their, their turn, yeah. yeah. And then you had the Wyatt's... And the, the, the atmosphere when those two threesomes were in the ring, everyone's going... Oh my God! We're about to see absolute, ah, right. and I think it was just absolutely amazing to be there for that. And then, like I said, they they didn't do it, and I think the, the, for the next couple of shows afterwards, they went, "Yeah, we're not gonna we're not gonna give you what you want." It's like, guys, come on, you've got to give us something. And like I, I said, I haven't been back. To, I haven't really 
certainly since Punk left, I haven't really watched wrestling as much. And then when Daniel Bryan retired and the way that played out, I, I sort of that was like, I'm, I'm done. There's no one really who draws me in anymore. And there's a couple of guys now who I'm like, okay, yeah, maybe, maybe. I got very excited when Samoa Joe turned up. So like, mm-hmm. oh, I love Joe. He's great. He's, a, he's an amazing monster heel. And he can talk and he can go and he can he do everything. Oh, he's been uh, putting Roman to shame recently yeah, with his like, promos. He just makes, he just, like, there is, yeah, again, this will come up again because we'll probably talk about Reigns in a minute. Because I feel I think I think there is a, there is a big aspect of how, what do you do with a problem like Roman? <laughs> we all know it's just Vince doesn't want to because exactly. he hates people telling them what to do. Yeah, and and like I'm starting like Braun Strowman after the start, I was like I'm not so sure about this. He looks like another big guy, and he's started to come out and really take leaps and forwards in terms of actually performing. And yeah, he does this, this some schlock every so often and some some stupidness like the whole thing at Mania when he won the title with a kid. But it was silly. Uh, yeah. Like it wasn't great, but it was still funny. Like and yeah, they, they instantly went, yeah, we're, we we will hold our hands up here. We'll take the titles off them straight away. We're not going to have you watching a kid defend the WWE titles. I think I think me and Sanch were talking about that, and we fantasy booked. Uh, can you imagine if John Cena was still in like in the crowd, like he oh, yeah. hadn't had his before match he, or something before he like completely that. ruined and the then, end of the streak. Roman's looking around, looking for random people, and he's like, "How about you?" And it's just fucking John Cena. <laughs> or just John Cena with his hand brilliant. up, going, "Me, me, me, me! I'm finishing this one beer that I've been stretching out for three hours." <laughs> I someone's put up a picture after that, or a video after, just after he ran off. The thing going, going, I'm um, just off to the back to to change that, um, change that beer he's been nursing for how long? I went, "Nah, nah, nah." He's been his car's been towed. They've been chasing him <laughs> since two thousand seven after he did that NASCAR entrance. For, uh, do you remember there was a, there was one of the best one of the manias where he entered in a NASCAR where he like crashed through this big glass window. Oh, that was when I wasn't watching wrestling. <laughs> I'm sure I was watching it with you at that time, but I might be wrong. I'm sure we uh, watched it together. I, I was there for the the gangster CM Punk entrance. Oh that yeah, he had, yeah, I remember. I, Punk I, I, was, I watched uh, that together. Yeah. And then I was uh, I was there for all the John Cena's waving their hands in front of him. Oh, that was creepy. But I never saw the NASCAR one. No, it was, a, it was definitely a NASCAR. I might. I don't remember when. I, I remember watching it, but I don't remember. Was he against Del Rio or some shit? No, it was before then. It was way before then. It, oh, it doesn't. Well. Mean, it might be. It might have been against. Um, Shawn Michaels actually. Oh, hang on. You just do you want, okay. do you want to fill the air? Shall, shall, shall I fill like I'll, I'll fill some more. So let's talk about the elephant in the room and talk about Roman Reigns because yeah, there's there's a big problem with Roman Reigns and it's I feel it's a problem he's inherited from John Cena, but well, John Cena actually seems to be a relatively nice guy and like I I fully respect Cena because like he does a lot of work. He is a workhorse. With Roman Reigns, I don't feel he has that other side to him. So when he's out there doing his thing and not getting the the, the same react, he's getting the same reactions as Cena. Whereas Cena, I like go, well, no, because Cena puts the effort in. But I feel like with Roman Reigns, he's just almost checked out now. Is it that he's is it that he's checked out, or is it that he's so aware of his image, and because at the um, start, at the start, it was the, 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 they forced it so hard and so hard and so hard. And now they keep trying to sort of roll back and they're like, yeah, we don't care. I don't care about this reaction. Or like he, they're trying to move towards that tweener. I'm, I'm a good guy and a bad guy. I'm back to that whole, I'm not the, the bad guy. I'm not the good guy. I'm the guy. And it's like, don't play cool with it when you're clearly not. 
Yeah. Like, John Cena, like, say if John Cena turns around to Roman Reigns and he goes, right, I'm going to give you some advice. And he goes, like, you know, run Forrest Run, for example. But it's not Forrest Gump he's telling that to. It's some guy that doesn't have any legs or anything like that. He's, he's telling Roman Reigns to just do what he does and be confident on the mic and let the guys do what he does. But there's just something wooden about him. There's something that just doesn't... There's nothing likeable other than his looks. Yeah. That, that's like, it. Like, I'm sure Roman is, is, a, is, a, is a nice enough guy. Like, and he's clearly working hard, but I feel like Vince is too much in his ear. Oh, aye, absolutely. But he just doesn't want to say, can I do this or can I do that? And we would know if he wants to do something else because there'd be a change in attitude, there'd be a change in the way he does things, but there's not. It's just been consistently the same thing over and over again. The only problem is there's less suffering succotash. Yeah, I mean, his promos have definitely got better. And he hasn't, it's not that he doesn't wrestle great matches. Like, he has had some good matches with people. Oh, yeah, he has. Uh, can I just in, in, interfere here for a second? It, WrestleMania 23. Um, WrestleMania 23. Which, what year was that? Uh, I was 23. Uh, you were... <laughs> <laughs> no, I was 22. So, it, so uh, it would have been what? It would have been oh, about 2005 then. 06. 06. I was close with 2007. Yeah, I think 06. But it was a black car. It wasn't necessarily a NASCAR. I think it was like a... I don't know, a Viper or some shit. I'm just looking at the picture of it. Okay, well, there was definitely a car involved. But he did smash through glass because it's got all that fake glass all over it. Yeah, so the joke about... We've essentially just padded out five minutes to, to get to a punchline, which has been ruined. So, What was the punchline? The punchline was that the whole idea... The, the, when, when he came down... When the ref came down... Oh, I'm, I'm really ruining this joke now by explaining it. So when you... <laughs> <laughs> John's in the ring. John's sitting at the side with with his warm beer and all the people who 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 have been told specifically not to touch him. And the, the ref comes down and and, and the, the commentators are all talking about how oh, he's telling him. And so John Cena's like, "What? What? What?" And then he jumps over the the ramp, jumps up over the 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 ring barrier, uh, uh-huh. and runs up the ramp, completely stepping on top of Asuka's streak being beaten and yeah. Charlotte's big win, and, and, and ra- runs up the ramp. And he's not running because the Undertaker's there, it's running because the police have finally caught up with him after that 2006 crash through a window in that big car, and his car's been towed. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, man. I, uh, I appreciate that. I appreciate that pity laugh. <laughs> it, it was funny. I get it all the time, it's alright. <laughs> <laughs> it would have been a better joke if it was like the hundred people that you paid to pretend to be like you want their money now, and then he just, you know, ran off or some shit like that. Oh, they've they finally come to collect. I saw one which was a gif, and it was like the referee saying to him, and it was like marriage commitment, and <laughs> it just got him standing up and running away. <laughs> oh, oh, so so close to the bone. Apparently, yeah. they're back together now. I've heard that. Yeah, I've definitely heard that. John Cena and Nikki Bella, and if you don't know, but everyone that's going to listen to this fucking knows wrestling anyway. So, well, it depends if everyone actually listens to it. Hi, Sanj. How's it going? Hey, Sanj will totally listen to this. Sanj loved the draft. like, And and we are working on a follow-up to the draft because the draft results have come in. We obviously know what happened with Infinity War. Oh, yeah. So, so that will all come out. Although the results have been spoilered on, on another podcast. But I'm not going to tell you the podcast so you can't go and find them. Oh, that's good. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah. So I see, see, marketing. Managed. Oh, I'll tell you what. Uh, I, you know, have you got the network? The, the, the WWE the, Network. No, I don't have the WWE Network. Right, I well, I have the money. WWE Network. I've had it for years, and I've been paying for it, but I let, like, Sanj and that use it. Yeah. 
And Ooh, that so, must feel dirty. like I said, I said a couple of here. Yeah, I said a couple of like, like months ago. <laughs> I said a couple of months ago. I was like, I'm thinking of getting rid of it because I'll just download the pay per views if I want them, you know, illegally. Blah blah blah. You know, you know, naughty naughty. <laughs> but Sanj was like, No man, think of all the extra content that you get. You know, you watch table uh, table for three, don't you? You watch ride along. You like you watching all the YouTube. old stuff, don't you? And I was just like, Yes, yeah, Sanj, I do. And I, in my head, I'm like, This fucker's just wanting me to keep paying for it so he doesn't have to. <laughs> yeah, that's right, Sanj. I know your game. <laughs> He's, uh, he's deceptively persuasive yeah. with his massive digger hands. Right, so I'll, I'll tell you about this as well. We'll get back onto like, Roman Reigns and whatnot. Oh, man, I was going to give you a proper intro, but you, you, I've just literally, uh, I remembered the intro I was going to give you. Oh, but okay. You, but you stepped all over it with your with your giggling because I forgot what number of episode this was. <laughs> <laughs> I am I am so upset. I, I I literally today I was like I need to think of an intro because but the part of the shtick for the show is is that when when I, when I introduce people I'm going to give them a little bit of a, a build up. Oh and right. I was walking into I was walking to pick up the my my mini kaiju which is my son. For, for, for oh, nice name. Nice yeah, nickname. Yeah, I, well, I don't want to. I don't want to give out his name just in case in the future he listens to this and gets embarrassed or whatever. Because you know things go on the internet and then. Whatever. Oh, we're staying that quiet with the family, are we? Pretty much. Right. Okay. Just as well, I can't remember. <laughs> That's fine, man. That's exactly ignorance <laughs> is bliss, man. So that's why I refer to him as the mini kaiju because he's essentially a little monster who can yeah, go around Yeah, that's a nice destroy. name. I like that. Yeah, Have you got a wee like monster outfit for? Oh him? yeah, we've got loads of monster outfits. Oh, lots awesome. of dinosaurs. Do you watch Pacific Rim? Did you watch the second one? I haven't watched the second one. I wasn't that keen on the second one, and and we don't have time to watch movies. Oh, the second one's good. Is it though? Yeah, I loved the first one, but the second one is just much more like <sighs> just fun. It's much mm. more fun. No, no, no. Like, we don't get much time, obviously, now because we've got um, the mini kaiju. We don't have as much time to go see movies. Like, we mm. um, we, we sort of try and fit things in where we get visits from the from the parentals and such. So, like, Infinity War was, it was a major one we wanted to see. Uh, Deadpool 2 we got to see. Oh, I watched Infinity War, and, I like, there was maybe 30 people in there, and this was the day that it got released, like, and it was, like, the 8 o'clock showing, and it was only, thir- like, not even half full. And I'm like... Fuck! I'm worried about this. I'm really worried about this. If it's if it's not selling, yeah, it's creep, it's creeping up on two billion. Well, it's not last, last, I, last I checked, because because I do a couple of maybe maybe a week ago, it was about one point eight nine billion. Totally deserves it. It's an amazing, yeah, it's an amazing movie. movie. Maybe you know, like the best thing about it is uh, Thanos. Thanos. Thanos is just absolutely unbelievable. It's his movie. Tony Stark, stick him in it and stick Thanos in it and I would have been happy. I went to see it in IMAX and, and you know, do you know the one thing that I know? There's a couple of things I noticed. First of all, there's a point early on where you see him putting the this the space stone into the gauntlet and you see the hairs on his arm. Ah, uh, spoilers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, hold on, no, I'm sorry. We're going to, this is something we're going to talk about right now. It is, what, three three weeks since the since the movie launched? There is, th- th- we, we are past spoilers now. Three weeks? I thought it was two months. When did I watch it? <laughs> it? It came out at the start of May, didn't it? Or the end of April. Maybe it's four weeks. I don't know, man. Time is... Time is times mean nothing. Time means nothing <laughs> to me anymore. I don't know what day it is. Right, like yeah, so carry on, sorry. Yeah, so, so yeah, there's a, there's a point in the IMAX where you can see his ha- his, 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 the hairs on his arm up. And I was yes. like, oh, that's really cool. And then, and I don't know why I noticed this, because it was just really weird. And I noticed it in in like the middle of the movie. 
that you could see his elbow skin and it looked really really detailed i was like wow the de detail on his elbow skin is amazing thank god we're not seeing his testicles testicles <laughs> Do you remember when Tony Stark said when he was like, "Oh, was it was it Tony Stark or was it uh, Chris Pratt?" It was Star Lord. Yeah, and he was just like, "Oh, he didn't call him ball bag. What the fuck did he?" Call he him? called him his big ball chin. That's it. Oh, ball ball that sack chin fun. or something like that. But anyway, coming back <laughs> to uh, from the tangent, I was gonna intro you. Uh, yes. So when I was going to interview, he was going to say, and here's my friend, he was the other half of the defensive partnership, legendary partnership of the Chino Heed. Oh, the Chino Heed. The Chino Heed, when we played, when we played in the schoolyard. And, the school, and you'd you get, know. you'd get heaters. I got from, all the, I got all nowhere. the fucking heaters, because I had a fucking 50 pence forehead. You didn't know where it was going to go. Oh, that thing was, that, that was like a chocolate coin, it wasn't a 50p, that thing was massive. <laughs> that was when you had your big afro, wasn't it? No, you no, the afro, came, afro. the afro came much later. Was there, and it broke in half. Yeah, it did. Because it was so big. <laughs> yeah. Do you, <laughs> you, you mean you got shot on by a bird? Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> that uh, was a great day. That was a great day, yeah. Well, I was lucky. I don't know. I don't know what happened. Anyway, well, let's is, get back to wrestling. That's apparently many people good luck, though, isn't it? Yeah, it's good luck. I got shot on once when I was walking down the inch, which is the park in Perth, but yeah. you guys know that. But it wasn't by a bird, though. It was just by a random passer. Yeah, it was terrible. <laughs> they caught him, though. <laughs> yeah, well, Sandra apologise, at least. That's good. It wasn't consensual, penis. <laughs> <coughs> Should we get back to wrestling? Yeah, your intro, uh, was that it? Was the that was, that was literally, literally, that was it. That was it. Just, just introduce you as, as the other half of the legendary. Oh, wow. Defensive. I thought you were going to give me like a, a massive Kevin Smith intro where like you suck my dick for like five minutes. No. And then I'd be like, no, no it's okay, man. Thanks very much. It's a pleasure to be here. <laughs> no, no, I wasn't going to give you that. Oh, okay. I was just going to talk about what we used to call ourselves when we were kids. Yeah. So, okay. So I've talked about some of the things I think that would be doing right and doing wrong. What, what do you think? What do I think they're doing right? What do you think they're doing right? Oh, uh, well, it would have been great if I'd made some notes for this. Yeah, I sort of put mine together this uh, this evening very quickly. Yeah. Like I was, my, I've, I, I've cleared out my rights already. NXT is pretty much it. Yeah, I I was eating pizza in a bedroom, which I do not recommend. Uh, <laughs> my flatmate was playing rock band in the in the living room. I thought, yeah, on you go. We'll just eat our dinner in the bedroom. And I, I regret it. It just stinks to high heaven of pizza. And yeah, so yeah. I've got I've got a couple of scented candles, candles which I make back like I make my own candles now. That's my hobby now that I'm old, an old man. I thought you put. Uh, is this is this now the new the new hobby after podcasting? Uh, podcasting is yeah. to put the side and now it's candles. Yeah, exactly. This is you wanted me to put some plugs in, so I'm 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 plugging <laughs> Graham Cheen's candles. They're all right, mostly purple, but. They're all right, mostly yeah. purple. If you've uh, got if you've got five pounds and an empty D Doritos dip like jar, you're you're welcome. Do you know it's like we're talking about Thanos's ear? They're all right and they're purple. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. But yeah, I'm actually proud of this candle. I'm smelling it right now. You can't see that. No, no, I can't. Right, so this is gold, uh, mate. This is absolutely brilliant. <laughs> Not regretting this at all. <laughs> This is gold. It's like, it's like wrangling fucking cats. It's a nice. And we haven't even spoken about our cats yet. We're, no, and we will do it at some point. I'm getting. I'm getting a second one. Did you know? Ah, uh, yeah, you told me. 
You, I told you. Did you, I tell you what I was going to call it? I did, didn't I? You did, but I forgot what it's called. I was going to call it Shabba. Oh, yeah, Shabba. Yeah, so whenever I shout at it, I'll go, Shabba! <laughs> and then everyone around you will just go, Mr. Loverman! Yeah, exactly. That's her surname. She's going to be called Shabba Loverman. But Mr. Loverman? No, Shabba Loverman. She's Where a is? missus. So it'll be Mrs. Shabba Loverman. <laughs> Ah, that's a cracking name. Right, things that I like about WWE. Okay. They've got a great logo. Ah, uh, do they though? No, not really. Okay, focus team. Focus, I can do this. You can, can do, do this. this. You can do this. I like I like the bar. Uh, I think Cesaro and Sheamus, I like what they're doing, but I, th- I don't think they're being used as well as they could be. No, that's one of the ones that, that's that's sort of another aspect of my what's going wrong, but we'll, we'll come to that in a minute. Yeah, I like NXT. Yeah, I mean, NXT but has that's, been that's a given now. such a long time. It's been very, very good. Yeah. I like I like Seth Rollins right now. I think he's doing really well. I think I think he's in a great position mm-hmm. because he can have he can have the best match on the on the show. When the crowd are hot. Yeah. And he's, he's like every time you sort of see him have a match, he, he just has a great match. Although I'm getting really confused because there's a bunch of them that are using the same moves. The Blockbuster and the Sling Blade... Yeah, Sling Blade's getting used a lot. Yeah. Sling Blade's getting used, constantly being used by Finn Balor and, and Seth Rollins. What and the hell's the block, a Blockbuster? The Blockbuster, you know, it's what Buff Bagwell used to use. You know, uh, uh, oh, what's his oh, name? Oh, right. Is that not... Uh, Bobby Roode uses it. Is that the thing where he jumps off the second rope and does like a, a cutter from yeah, yeah. Uh, up around your head? Yeah. Oh, right. And and Bo- Bobby Roode does it as well. Oh, yeah. Bobby Roode's been doing that for a few years, though. Yeah. Bobby Roode... I like Elias. I think he's really good, and I'm surprised that they don't. Oh wait, no, they just <laughs> they just they just had him hitting Seth Rollins with a guitar recently, didn't yeah. they? Yeah. Right. Well, good. <laughs> Keep going with that. That's really good stuff. Like I think again, again, Elias is is one of those pe- characters that sort of seems to be growing and growing and growing. I like, think he's actually got the the potential, but whether they can cross him across. You know when you've got a heel who you cheer for and then he instantly just takes the piss out of you and you just stand there and go, yes, Elias, you're right. That's that's the sign of a guy that's got you in the palm of his hand. Mm. Like, you want to talk about how Roman Reigns, after his after his promo when he beat The Undertaker, and he, he lifted up his hand and he went, I've got them in my hand. No, you fucking don't, mate. Elias has them in his hand. You're just fucking hated. Well, every time I look at him, I just think of Macho Man. I don't know what it is. Like I just look at him and go, Macho. Yeah, he's bigger than Macho Man, though. He's oh, a yeah. big fella. He's a big chap. Funny thing about him was when he was in NXT, he was wrestling for a couple of weeks with a really bad back, hmm. and then he was tagging with some lad I can't remember who, and when he got introduced in the ring because he was already waiting in the ring, his tag team partner hit him in his back. You know, like good job, mate. Come on, let's do this. And he, and he just, just went. He just went. Are you a fucker? <laughs> And it, oh, they, you could man. tell they were totally hiding it, and he was wrestling hard. It was brilliant. But yeah, I like the Miz Rollins. That that guy that I just said his name, I just completely forgot. So, uh, yeah, exactly, well. Elias. We listen really back like to Elias. It. I like the bar. I think there's there's some talents on there that are being grossly underused. Mm. Uh, I do like Corey Graves. Uh, I think he's quite good. I think that yeah. Him and Cole, when Cole's mucking up and Graves is correcting them on it, I think that's saving the commentary. I really yeah. do. Yeah, I'm glad uh, that they've ceased having Cole being a prominent like character in feuds. Yeah. Like, just let him do commentary and that's fine. Don't have him get in the ring or get involved or whatever. 
Yeah. Leave leave that for for like the likes like Miz can do exactly the same thing, and he mm-hmm. can actually wrestle. Um, uh, I like. I like the women's divisions as well. I like the fact that there's so many of them now and they're actually pulling off some good matches. Some of them are being stinkers though, but I'll get onto the bad things later. I feel like the, the, the women's division at the moment has huge amounts of potential and there's certain bits which are just being poorly used. Mm-hmm. Like the whole Bailey Sasha Banks, friends, not friends, friends, not friends, or who's going to yeah. turn on who first. And now Bailey's apparently sad. And just walks away from everything. Like I don't understand what is it. To pull the trigger on it. I don't know if they were trying. Well, they they don't know when they want to though. And that's a, that's the thing though. It's like the the longer they wait, and you should just sit and going, well, I've just moved on. Like I thought, mm. I think Alexa Bliss is a was a great champion. Like yeah. genuinely felt that she was like a a, a, a solid solid heel champion. Mm-hmm. And then they've put the title on Nia Jax. And it was all right to start with, and now that they've put her with Ronda Rousey, I'm now going. They seem to have turned her heel oh, in a fuck, really weird way. Like, I don't get it. Nia Jax has improved. She was terrible. I thought she wrestled like a baby that was learning to walk. Uh, she just <laughs> sorry. She, she didn't. She doesn't bend her knees. She just fucking walks straight legged everywhere. I hadn't noticed that, but I'll keep an eye out for it. And her her voice is getting to me now. It's very prom queen bitchy type tone, and I don't like it. Yeah, the promo. I watched a bit of the promo from last night's Raw, and I'm just like, I don't understand what you're doing. This is weird. Weren't you supposed to be the nice face who didn't like being bullied? She's easily hateable when when it's her and another good guy. That's it. I think she could be a. I feel like she could be a great monster heel in the the female in the female like roster, but they just don't like if they if they booked her like they did with Braun and just like kept it simple. Let her do the big power moves that weren't gonna wasn't gonna cause a problem to show off her strengths and such like that, and slowly develop like literally just have that because there's no one like her and I I yeah. think that's great. Have her flip a couple of trucks. Yeah, just yeah, just do something like that. Like actually, if if they want to make her a big monster, don't make it about her size. Make it about her strength because she's she's clearly a strong person. Yeah, yeah, she is a strong person. But I feel that you I'm just not convinced by her. Like no, because she it's, wrestles like a baby. Exactly, and then putting her in with with Ronda Rousey, I'm just like. Rousey did well in her match at WrestleMania. Like, I mean, did very well. Yeah, and it was a great, great match. It was possibly even the match of the show. It was. Me and, me and Sanj were very impressed with it. We, we thought it was going to be a stinker. But this is the thing. This is the thing. Like, the Triple H, a, a Triple H and Steph and Kurt Angle and that, they put on what is essentially a quintessential wrestling match because it was that equal parts story and ring psychology with... With, with a decent amount of ring in ring in ring technicality, mm-hmm. it's not a spot fest. It's not a story fest. Felt like it a bit, a little bit, but there was at least a little bit of of the whole like you're not going to touch me because I mean, there was a little bit of that whole chase me chase me with yeah. with, the, with the keeping Steph away from Ronda and then and then getting there. Whereas yeah. like you look at like a classic sort of intercontinental title match from around now and it's it's very much high action, high pace. A lot of false finishes and stuff yeah, as well. Yeah, lots of well, false there finishes. There wasn't really any false finishes on that one. Exactly. So, like, that, that's why I felt like, for, for me, from when I came in, and it was that sort of mix of storytelling and, and wrestling, that's what I look for in a match. I want to see that bit of story. I want to see yeah the, the characters come through. I want to see. I want to be like, oh, my God, I hate Triple H. I love Kurt Angle because he's just there to be there. Oh, um, like, although I don't like the, the new Ralph Wiggum incarnation of, of Kurt Angle, though. Oh, Dopey Kurt. Kurt's kind of fun. Yeah, who, who <laughs> like, and at WrestleMania, he left the ring, like, he went through the ropes and he pile-drived himself against the apron. 
And like, I don't know if you noticed that, but I think that's how he got the cut in his face. <laughs> but it's like, come on, Kurt, you're just you're getting out the ropes. Just Jesus. Yeah, women's division is. I think it's all right. It just could be a bit better. I think it's. It just seems a bit muddied at the moment. It all could be a bit better, though, Chief, couldn't it? Yeah, everything could be a lot better. But like, from when, like, from say a year ago, like, I love the fact that they've been putting all these new matches through and they were getting a lot of these firsts. But do they? Do they, are they going to be able to keep it up? Are they going to? No, I mean, they don't need to do those. That's something I don't like. I thought the elimination chamber match was pretty good. I thought the rumble was all right. Yeah, we didn't like the hell in a cell though, did we? I don't even remember the hell in a cell. I, yeah, I think I was you'd be right not to. That's when it's when Sasha got like thrown onto the table and it didn't bust. And then they had the whole hell in a cell, and then like they climbed up it a bit, and then said, "Oh no, that's too high," and then climbed halfway down, and then did a wee spot off the uh, onto the table outside. Yeah. I don't know, like... Don't do it just because you're women. Do it because it means something. Do it because yeah. you have to. If it's a ladder match, then have two people fighting for one belt or do a double pin and then say you're both champions and then reach for the title and have a ladder match at the next pay-per-view. Don't just do it because the boys are doing it and you're like, okay, you guys need one too. Yeah. Yeah, with Royal Rumble and Money in the Bank, it makes sense. But don't start, like... I feel that like if they, they were given a bit more space to actually just wrestle, like I feel that like if they, they, again it's that whole pulling the trigger. There's so much potential in, in a Sasha Banks Bailey feud, but they just don't seem to want to do it. They want to. They, I like. I feel like they need to. I feel with with Banks, she's much better as a heel. Yeah, but you know what I think they're doing now. I think they think they're already doing that feud. Instead of, we all see it, and it's all just treading water, and it's not a story, they, they think it's a story, but it's not. It's not a story at all. And they're, they're going, oh, this feud's got a slow burn. No, it's got no burn. That's the problem. Yeah, it's stopped. Like they, yeah. they, 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 and like I said, like Becky Lynch seems to have just drifted off. She's yeah. great. Her Instagram is fantastic. Yeah, but that's not, what, that's, not, it's, that's not a wrestling match, is it? No, but like she's trying to do, she's doing what entertains her, and you know her fans are enjoying it. So there you go. I love Becky Lynch, but like I said, I'd much rather see her wrestling. Like I think she's a great wrestler, and like, I just like Carmella really. Oh, she drives me mad. She's the female Enzo Amore. <laughs> she really is. She can talk, but she can't fucking wrestle, and she she insists on screaming all the way through it. Like, like, again, it's like, we'll, 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 we'll come to this in a minute because we're going to be talking about money in the bank in a bit. The only other thing, the other thing that I was going to say, say that I don't, I feel like WWE is doing wrong at the moment is the tag team division. And they've been doing it wrong for forever. There's just like, all the tag teams that are great in NXT come up and they just disappear. Like, they, yes. there's no, there's no consistency there other than maybe the, the Usos and the, the New Day. Yeah, the, and the New Day, the Usos and the Bar. Yes. Um, they are they are a step ahead of everything else, and then yeah. there is just this big puddle of tag team, which are mostly just people that just wrap together, and the teams who are actually teams. So like when Enzo and Cass came up, they didn't last very long. The revival came up and have just been floating around. Gallows. Yeah, that's not their. That's not WWE's fault though. That's their fault for both getting injured one after each other. Yeah, Gallows and Anderson like. Could have come in and, and just dominated the tag team division. They, just they did. They did, though. They had the belt for ages uh, and then they lost it at Mania to the Hardys. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, you wouldn't know. Sorry, <laughs> dude. They did, but they, they were definitely underused as well. Yeah. But they were underused because we all know what we wanted. We wanted the Bullet Club. Yeah. We, we wanted AJ, Balor, the two of them all together. Yeah. But WWE couldn't do that because that would be like, they would get sued and they didn't want to deal with that crap. 
trying to think of the uh, Heath Slater and Rhino. Uh, good on SmackDown, terrible on Raw. Yeah. Like, there's so many just, just tag teams that are just people piled together. Titus, like Titus Worldwide as well. Titus Worldwide. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's... The, uh, it's... Do you know what I mean? Like, it, there's, there's three yeah. tag teams in there and then everything else is just dross. The Ascension, yes. the Ascension have been ruined. Breezango um, are just being paired together. They've put together Dolph Ziggler and McIntyre, McIntyre and that's clearly a vehicle to, to get McIntyre back into the, the roster so he can go off and be a solo star, which he should because he looks great. Oh, he's definitely, he's upper tier, he really is. Like, I, I, I when he came back and he got that new t-shirt, I'm like, oh, the t-shirt looks great. But given that my name's McIntyre and his name's <laughs> McIntyre, is that weird that I'm wearing a t-shirt with my surname on it? Not at all. So, not at all. People wear fo- uh, football tops with their name on the back of it, so Yeah, why but not? this would be on the front, which would just be weird, and just a gigantic weird M. Because it's a great looking t-shirt, but I'm like, mm, I don't know, I don't know if that's something I really want to be wearing. But like, I think it's worth it. Yeah. So... There's them, like, there's just, there's all these, like, I just feel like there's nothing really come and then, now we've got the B team, uh, because they don't oh, know what yeah. to, they don't know like, what to do with, the B team like, but yeah. They, they, they don't know what to do with Bo and, and Curtis, who I still don't think should be called Curtis, I think he should be sort of Axel Curtis, which was much better. too long him. now, he's, he's been he's, Curtis he, Axel for so long. Yeah, and like, there's just so much dross in that tag team division and they've, they've, they've paired together Hardy and Bray Wyatt and nobody which cares which is just dross in itself even yeah. though it should be it should be gold but Bray, it's not Bray Wyatt is just done he's done they've ruined <sighs> yeah. him they build him up and then they, they undermine him and undermine him and undermine him they build him up and they put him undermine him and he had so much potential and it just and it just petered out and they thought oh, we'll put him with we'll put him with Hardy and it was an alright feud and it was interesting and it got us back into that whole ultimate deletion thing again which was yeah. entertaining and it was just like oh we're actually going to see something dynamic and different and now they're just a tag team and he just seems to be Bray Wyatt again but they're happy he's a happy you, Bray Wyatt you know the, the the best thing about Bray Wyatt was when he was tagging with Roman Reigns and he went to pin some guy and he pointed at the other guy who was standing up to, and he was about to break up the pin and then Roman just went over there and speared him and at that point, you liked the both of them, and you were like, "Oh man, this would work." You can have a heel Bray Wyatt and a, a good guy Roman Reigns winning the belt, and they'd be like a an unlikely partnership because you know what they're like—they love their unlikely partnerships. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, that's, that would have been but fucking you know amazing. That's, that's what the tag team division now—it's a whole bunch of unlikely partnerships that they have then made. Oh, it's like slightly less unlikely because you know, Rizango, one guy likes to dance, one guy likes fashion. Yeah. Yeah. And and that's and that's the thing that frustrates me so much. Like even like American Alpha, which were a great tag team and they were designed as a tag team, they got split up. I still yeah. don't really understand the logic behind that because they were they they were a good tag team. And Joyce and Jordan needs to go away, and he has gone away because he's injured. But I when he comes back, he's going to be just as annoying as he was before. He is. He is going to come back. He's coming back soon. Yeah, and he's he's clearly they're they're building. But that's what they want. They want him to be annoying, though, dude. But he's annoying for the wrong reasons. He's getting X Pac heat. Uh, is I he think getting there's... heat because he's genuinely a bad guy, or is he getting heat because he's annoying? Look at me. Oh man. Oh come on, Dad. I think a lot of people have got X Pac heat on that show. Yes. <laughs> so I don't know if that makes him stand out for the worse or, or. But yeah, so the tag uh, that's. Do you know what I mean? Though? The tag team division is three tag teams, and that's it. There's nothing else in there, 
And they've got like in NXT, they've got so many people floating around in the in their tag team division. You've got the Undisputed Era. They've got um. Hold on a second. Where did the Age of what they You've got TM six one. I don't know if they call themselves TM six one anymore. One of them's injured again. Uh, and uh, sanity they've just come insanity, up to smackdown haven't they what, what were the other, what was what was his name rizar and oh, oh they're up they're up uh, the well, office of pain they, uh, i don't know like they, i don't know i never watched it they, they have the potential to go. then you got the bludgeon brothers oh don't get me started on them i don't know i like uh, I, I quite like harper i don't I like rowan nobody I, likes rowan i feel like they just accelerated them so much and they just went oh we're just going to destroy everybody and and now it's just like oh well no one can beat them because they just, well, just they, they they basically punked out everyone on that that roster. Who would you who would you beat them with? Would you either beat them in a somebody comes in and beats them straight away, or do you have like a what? The, hang on, what is it? Is it like a, a tag team match or a, like a ladder match that they're having for the tag team titles or something? There is the SmackDown tag team titles is just a straight match. It's the Bludgeon Brothers versus uh, Garls and Anderson. What on Money in a Bank? Yeah. What a waste. Exactly, isn't it? Yeah. All's, all's going to happen is the Bludgeon Brothers... That would be perfect for a ladder match. The Bludgeon perfect. Brothers are going to just, just going just gonna to roll over Gallows and Anderson and yep. it's going to be a continued waste of Gallows and Anderson at the the expense of the Bludgeon Brothers looking strong. And they already look strong. They already look undefeatable. And I'm just like, I don't understand where the, where this is coming from. Like, it, it's it, I don't care about the Bludgeon Brothers because they just they walk out and they just destroy everything. And younger me would have been like, that's amazing! But now I'm just like, I just want to see quality tag team matches. Like, the Usos and the, the New Day put together some quality stuff. And then it just I felt think... like the Bludgeon Brothers were just shoehorned in because they had to do something with them. Yeah. And, the, like, a lot of their a lot of their talent are just kind of, like, festering around because they're waiting for their, their opportunity. Yeah. And when they say, okay, we don't have anything for you, we're going to use these guys. And it's like, okay, I'm festering around. And then the, the the writers come up to them or the producers come up and said, right, we're going to do something new. Okay, well, I'm festering about here in a lower tier. What are you going to do with me? We'll give you a hammer and we'll let you run through a couple of jobbers for a few weeks and then you'll win the tag team titles. Yeah, okay. Yeah. It's it's just, it's painful. You know what? I think the, here's something that I think WWE needs. They need an off season. Yes, it doesn't necessarily totally... have to be for a long time, but just maybe a month, just to kind of catch up on things. Do you know what I always felt? I, I always felt that they should they should they, they should allow wrestlers to basically take breaks. Like just not be on T V for periods of time. Well, like, that's why I, Roman's off this week. Yeah. It's, well, he had his thirtieth thirty third, sorry. God, is, he, is that how old he is? Yeah, he's younger than me. Like I, I do feel that like I think and I think you you saw it back in the day with with Stone Cold Steve Austin, and you saw it with with Daniel Bryan when he when he had to stop wrestling. That sometimes absence makes the heart grow fonder. Like, yeah. give people less, and you will get more back from them. Mm-hmm. And and I think now we're starting to see that with Daniel Bryan. It's why I'm certainly worried about his return because I'm just like, all we're going to do is because he's just going to be completely overexposed because he's going to be wrestling in every show because everyone wants to see him, and that's fine. But like, like Brock isn't there all the time and yeah okay it means it's bad that the champion isn't there every single show but at the same time he then means a lot more because it's like he, he turns up and that, it, that Lesnar's there whereas Roman's on every show shouting about the fact that Lesnar's not there and I'm like yeah well he's getting paid the big bucks. I'm here I'm here guys give me the bell I'm here yeah so is Dolph Ziggler 
It's like the person at school who gets perfect attendance and he goes around bragging about it. It's like, exactly. fuck you, you teachers. Like that's, that's, yeah, that's the thing that frustrates me. It's just like, well, yeah, well, get a better negotiator when it comes to contracts, mate. You know what's rough is that I know people who had perfect attendance at school and I had the same grades as them and I fucking skived like mad. <laughs> that's what you are, Roman Reigns. You're somebody who gets average grades for perfect attendance. Beautiful analogy. Right, shall we move on to... Money in the bank, and we'll, we'll go yes, over some, some predictions and so forth. So there are currently one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, eight matches announced. Yeah, I've got eight as well. And I reckon there's maybe another couple at least to be announced in the in the upcoming weeks that before the show. So we'll start with the we'll start with the non-title, nothing related to titles or the money in the bank stuff. So the first <laughs> match I'm going to talk about is Bobby Lashley versus Sami Zayn. Sami okay. Zayn has become a, a douche. And Bobby Lashley has returned, and basically they don't like each other. So they had he's a big... also a douche, is he not? No, Bobby Lashley's a smiling man again. He's back. He's not really changed a huge amount, but he's does a great stalling suplex. Um, <laughs> again, I'm sure Bobby Lashley's a great guy, but like I feel that every time he's been in the WWE, he's just bland. Like he... yes. He just sort of like we should like you because you like because I'm me, because I because I'm big and I like I like I like the fact he's big I like the fact he's athletic, but there's just no personality there and it just yeah. it's just very beige. Yeah, he's always been that though. He's like no yeah. personality. It's like right, you know when you're playing a wrestling game. Yeah. And you go okay. In order to create like play story mode, you've got to create a character. Yeah. And you go oh for fuck's sake. And it's like, right, here's your character right now. And you're just like, continue, continue, continue. Oh, and then you don't care. He's default. He's default. He's just got black trunks, nothing else, no facial features, not even smiling. That's what Bobby Lashley is. Oh, but you accidentally sat on a control- controller and you put a headband on him by mistake. <laughs> and that's Bobby Lashley. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly like, it's just, it's just, like, I wish they would give him the chance to actually get over. Because at the moment, like he's just he's just hitting these big moves, and he's a great wrestler. Technically, he's great, but personality-wise, there's just not much there. And he seems to have gotten better with the promos a little bit. But again, it's just like, uh. whereas Sami Zayn, while he's become like since his since he turned heel and all that, and he's been doing some great stuff, like and he's annoying and such. I feel like it's good. It'll probably be a great match, but I think it'll be a great match because Sami Zayn will be a douche, and Lashley will over overcome. Because he'll just overpower him. Well, he'll have to. I mean, if if Sami Zayn was to beat Bobby Lashley, like, if he wins by DQ, I understand. But you know, they want to thread it out for another month. But I think I, I think I think Lashley's being fed Sami Zayn. He's getting destroyed. Yeah, I think I think they're start they're looking to build up Lashley as just in case Brock disappears. But I think we can only we can only hypothesize on on how that's going to go. I'm trying to find this. Uh, this picture of Bobby Lashley because he like well there was this there was this podcast I listened to and the presenter of it he goes to the same barbers as Bobby Lashley does and you think oh Bobby Lashley goes to a barbers to what shave his head but he gets his eyebrows stitched did oh, you know okay. this no no or is it is it like that thing with the with the the you know you know when people like what they do is they they just stitch in fake hairs into the eyebrows in order to make them look thicker and keep the same line oh that's creepy. Yeah, that's what he does. That's why he wears a fucking headband all the time to cover his eyebrows. Ah, I just thought he sweated a lot. 
well, for the longest time he used to shave his eyebrows and he used to not have any at all. And then he like... That answers he, so many questions. And then he st- he started stitching them in. And he, he I remember seeing him. It was, I think it might have been oh, on the man. first, it might have been on the first episode of Raw that he was on, you know, when he made his appearance. And you saw his eyebrows and you're like, whoa, fuck's sake. I... I you know I genuinely hadn't picked out that he had he didn't have eyebrows and then all of a sudden I'm there flashing back to all the times I watched him in the past and went holy shit he didn't have eyebrows oh my god yeah because he used to shave them ah crikey that's a, that's insane. now he's got these big ass fake eyebrows <laughs> so okay who's winning who's losing what's going to happen is it going to be back and forth back and forth and just Lashley's going to overcome dominate uh yeah I I think that. But I, you know what? Just to be contrarian, I think Sami Zayn will win in a in a shitey way. In a, in a shitey. Do you want to <laughs> do you want to go a little bit more detailed than shitey, or are we just a really shitey way? <laughs> cool, excellent. I'm so glad I got you on for this. Mate. It'll be uh, it'll be like a referee distraction. That's what I think. Okay, a referee distraction. Yeah. I, I, I genuinely think it'll be a case of Sami Zayn will, will, will basically you'll you'll almost kite him. You'll just you'll you'll try and stay away. You'll you'll try and pick him off, but um, I think Ashley's just going to over overpower him. There'll be there'll be a there'll be a big standing hell locked, whatever it is, release. Um, super. Oh, the thing he nearly killed. Uh, the thing he nearly killed. Uh, big Kaz with. Probably yeah. Oh. Something like that, and then I don't know. He'll use a dominator or something. Does he still use a dominator? I don't know. Uh, I don't know what his finisher why is. Why not? So yeah. So so that's that match. The other non-related to anything match that has been announced so far is Roman Reigns versus the modern-day Maharaja Jinder Mahal. Does anybody care about this match? Roman Reigns for why isn't Roman Reigns in the in the title because, in, the, in the Money because, in the Bank thing? Because Jinder Mahal cost him his uh, uh, cost cost him his uh, his shot, and then Roman Reigns just started spearing Jinder left, right, and centre because. WWE thought that nobody likes Jinder, so if we have Roman Reigns just continuously spearing him, people will no, that's not working either. Cool, well we'll have a match at Money Bank. Yeah, okay. that's essentially wow. it. Yeah, that's like, gonna that's gonna stink. Oh, by the way, I've sent you a picture of Bobby Lashley's eyebrows. Sorry, oh, I've, I've still got that picture of you. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, so he does. Yeah, he, he looks will. so much less less like a mannequin now. Well, I think he I think he looks worse. <laughs> How can you look angry with those things attached to your head? <coughs> um, yeah, so, Roman Jinder. Uh, right, yeah, Roman Reigns and Jinder Mahal. I think they're going to boo the fuck out of this. But it's it's going to be a horrible match. What's the next match? What's the next pay-per-view after this? I don't know. Is it, so, it can't be SummerSlam, can it? No. Uh, I lose track now. They're, they're doing these joint pay-per-views, but they're constantly... Like, what would be the next one? It would be a not... nothing pay-per-view, surely. Let's have a quick look, shall we? Yeah. Well, if it's a nothing pay-per-view, I think Jinder's going to win it and they're going to drag it out for another match. This is me. Like, I've been so broken by Vince McMahon. I just think <laughs> everything's going to be a, a horrible match where nothing fun uh, happens. Extreme rules. Yeah, Ooh. I can see that happening. Yeah, I think Jinder's going to win this one too with a distraction finish. <laughs> Sunil Singh, is it going to be Sunil Singh? Yeah, Sunil will sing and that will put Roman off. He'll be like, oh, I can't I can't Superman punch this. I'm just going to, oh no, I'm going to have to unload my hand another way. <laughs> I, I hate there was that. A, there I was a lad called... So much. There was a wrestler in Ring of Honor 
that I saw recently called Punishment Martinez. Mm, and that's a nice he, name. He was a good wrestler. Exotic. I'm not I'm not saying he was bad, but he looks the spitting image of Roman Reigns. Is he just Roman Reigns trying to re- learn how to wrestle? Yeah, and, and so we all started like we all started shouting like Roman Reigns stuff at him. <laughs> and we were going like Superman Punch! Oh. Uh, see if I can find it. I just, I just don't understand why he has to load his hand. It's like, have you seen the trailer for the new Mission Impossible movie? No. No. There's a so the you know how Henry Cavill's in it with his mustache that had to get CG'd out of Justice League because he looked. Oh, like that a, horrible top lip. That horrible yeah. top lip. Yeah. So basically, the reason he had this is because he's in Mission Impossible and he had a, his character has a mustache. Whatever. Anyway, there's a clip in the there's a clip in the trailer where he's about to go into a fight and he literally sort of I don't know what it is he like flicks his his fists down as if he's loading his fists for a fight and then just like goes in it's the weirdest thing and okay. he just sort of i don't like he, he just moves in a really weird way but I, all i can think of is now is just like roman reigns loading his fist for a yeah. for a superman punch well if he doesn't cock it it's not going to be yeah, it's yeah, not, it's not going to be, be as brutal no no of course not because everyone knows that taunting makes every move worse Oh yeah, and like, like I think I can't remember who I said this to, but stomping the ground makes your punches harder. <laughs> like I stole that off of Kayfabe News, and they're like, "Really?" I'm like, "Yeah, totally." It's a, it's all about friction. He's like Roman Reigns' evil twin. Oh, part of you see that there? Yeah, yeah. it's good, eh? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I I can't. Uh, I mean, I can see Jinder winning, but I think it'll just be Roman Reigns, and then Jinder will. Jinder will find some way to he'll come back like the, the raw after he'll probably hit like he'll just destroy Reigns they're with not going to have one pay per view though for Jinder they can't do that they can't they've got to draw it out for a couple of months yeah well I suppose it's distracting Roman from whatever he's doing until SummerSlam yeah. where he can fight Brock Lesnar again is that where we think he's going to win it at uh, well they've got to take a title off him at some point um, might not be Brock might be Brock might not be Brock that does it hopefully Oh, sorry. It might not be somebody else that beats Brock. It might be like it. it might be the person that wins the money in the bank. Somehow yeah. screws over Brock Lesnar, wins it that way, and then Roman Reigns just pins the other person really easy. Maybe. So this is I swore I wasn't going to get any fantasy booking, like unless we, until we decided. <laughs> right. SmackDown Tag Team Championships: Bludgeon Brothers versus Gallows and Anderson. Thoughts? I think it's just oh. going to be. I think the Bludgeon Brothers are just going to go through them. Yeah, who the fuck cares? They're, yeah. they're going to win that. They're yeah. just going to go straight through those guys. WWE SmackDown Women's Championship. Carmella versus Asuka. <laughs> I know who I want to win, but I know who probably is going to win. Like, uh, Asuka should win this, but she probably won't. Yeah, I think they feel Carmella is just keeping that title warm for both Charlotte and Asuka. Yeah. And, unless, yeah. unless, it, unless she is a, a means to take the title off Charlotte and put it on Asuka so that then they can have the rematch and it's the other way around. So obviously uh, well, Mania, Charlotte had the title and retained Yeah. versus Asuka and then if Asuka has the title and Charlotte's challenging, if that makes sense. So then yeah. you have you have the match from the other side. I don't yeah. know if that makes sense. Yeah, so I, yeah, that's, I the only, that. That, that's the only I, way I can see it happening. So maybe maybe Asuka wins and, and then you have Charlotte challenging later on or maybe she wins Money in the Bank, who knows? Well, if I'm if computer games have taught me anything, I think Carmella is going to hit Asuka with a slap and then pin her for one, two, three. 
That's I, I, I feel like that is a solid. So, uh, to be honest, that's probably a lot better than most of the WCW booking from the nineteen nineties. <laughs> Do you remember though? All the women's, all the women's wrestlers in the games just used to have a slap, and that was it. Yeah. Hashtag equality. I think Carmela distraction finish. <laughs> <laughs> no, I I think Asuka's winning this. You think Asuka's winning? There we go. That's my positive. My positive. This is just, is just the, the rebuilding of Asuka essentially. Yes, to get knocked down by. Uh, Charlotte again. Yeah, yeah. Like I totally understand why the the result at WrestleMania happened because they had to they had to they had to get rid of that streak because it was just becoming burdensome. Um, yeah. And I feel this is the they're, they're going to rebuild it up there. Okay, so I think if we both if we both said Asuka, I think we both said Asuka because I think Asuka's going to win as well. Yeah, I'm saying Asuka. Yeah. Cool. Raw Women's Championship: Nia Jax versus Ronda Rousey. <sighs> okay. I really don't know. Can like, can vacant win this? <laughs> Who know, it depends where where on the where on the card happens. You never know. The the money in the bank match might happen and beforehand, and then the winner comes out and, and takes the title off. Well, there's a hot rumor going around that Natalia's going to win the the uh, money in the bank and claim it on Ronda, like as soon as. That that's the word on the street. That would be kind of interesting. Give her the title and take the title off her. But that just reeks of fantasy booking. No, but it's interesting though. It's it's instant heat. It's instant. Like Natalia is great as a heel. She's much better as a heel than as a face because she sort of becomes completely vanilla as a face. Yeah. I didn't feel bad for her when she was getting bullied by Alexa Bliss. I, I didn't feel bad for her at all. I just I just felt like the whole like WWE be a star thing that was going on, uh, I just I just thought it reeked of that and I'm like, like yeah, Naya's improved. She does deserve the title but ultimately this is just a an excuse to say like, you know, Women's revolution, you know, being fat is like fierce and doesn't affect your health at all. It's like, oh, and by the way, folks, I'm a fat man, so I'm allowed to say that. That's our word. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't think it's the right message. I think Alexa should have kept the belt. Putting it on Nia has just been a bad move, I think, now, in hindsight. I, I feel like with putting the title on Nia, I think it was a, an, almost an appeasement. Like, what, to keep her happy? I think it was to keep her happy. Yeah. Like, obviously, yeah, when, she, she, when, she said, when she disappeared around about the same time that, that, that Neville disappeared, and obviously Neville has stayed disappeared, whereas she sort of came back a couple of weeks later. And, and I, I, I can't. Well, this is all this is all hypothesis and and supposition and whatever. But yeah. like, you, the, Nia Jax is a attraction. She is she is definitely a different mold, and that's what WWE have been missing for such a long time. Is these these varieties of characters? You look at like guys like guys from Braun Strowman down to Daniel Bryan in terms of size and build and, and style and the WWE women's division didn't really have that no it didn't there are no outside of the ordinary characters like they were all very much the same sort of build and size and yeah yes. you've got Charlotte in there and you've got Asuka and you've got but like there, there was real no, no real standout in terms of like the, the, the real different build and losing Nia Jax in that way would have been pretty bad because then, yes. then, then that that different that different face of the of the female side. Like I'm not saying I'm an expert or anything like that in terms of that. It's just, it's just a whole different area in terms of things that I know about. But I feel that they wanted to keep her, and the, one of the ways they could have kept her is basically say, "Look, we're going to put the title on yet Mania." That's okay. what TNA did, doesn't it? Whenever yeah. whenever people's contract was up, the belt switched hands like hot potato. Yeah, and that's and essentially that's what that the TNA just seemed to just constantly pass the belt back and forward between people who are maybe about to disappear. Yes. And, and like, uh, like I don't mind the Ajax, but I just think she could be so much more. And it's just, again, it's just this, this inconsistent booking. 
one minute she's being bullied by someone and she's upset and all that, and then the next minute she's she's mocking Ronda Rousey and 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 just like I don't I don't get it, like and given given your style, given the, your look, you should be just destroying people. You should be yeah. doing what Brock Lesnar, not Brock Lesnar, you should be doing what Bro- Braun Strowman is and just running over people. We've seen you do it in the Rumble. We did the same spot where everyone's piled on you and then you go and power out and everyone goes flying and it's completely unrealistic. But you still you do the same spots that like, like the Big Show and, and Strowman do, but you don't yeah. use the same power moves that they do. Like, Well, she does the Samoan drop and she does, and Samoan, does, she does the Samoan drop and she, she does the Gorilla she... Press Slam. But like, there's no, there's no like, you don't see that power. You don't see her literally just, just, just overpowering someone, and you certainly don't sort of oversee her overpowering someone who isn't just a jobber. I don't think they want her to look like, to look like she's overpowering people. I don't want them to. I think they want to to look easy for her, like she's doing it effortless, uh, effortlessly. Yeah. But the, but the, when they, when she does it effortlessly, and she's not really doing something that that looks like it makes up a huge amount of effort. Then it's just like, oh, you're 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 effortlessly doing something that that isn't much effort. Yeah, there's definitely a lot of like Nia Jax, which is being used the wrong way. Yeah, because if you're looking at classic heel or sorry, classic big guy, then yeah, she she is different, and I think they are trying something different, and I think it is not working. No. Uh, however, the the opportunity or the the options are, you keep the belt on her and kind of tag tag along a bit and make Ronda Rousey look worse, or you get Ronda to win and hopefully the money in the bank will either you know make things more exciting at the end of the match or you carry on with Ronda's the cha- Ronda's the champ though so soon. I think it's too soon. I think. I feel like they've they 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 are they are fast tracking something here, or or they're said yeah. That's the only reason why I could think that if they have the women's money in the bank match before the before that match and Natalia wins it or someone like that wins it, then then she'll literally like you'll have that that oh my god she's won and then just have it stolen away from her right there and then then that's said that's instant heat whoever gets it because there's all sorts of people who could get it. So what are we saying? Nia Jax or Ronda Rousey? Who's putting? Who's getting the title? Uh, I don't see Ronda Rousey getting beaten. No. But how does Ronda Rousey beat Nia Jax? Armbar. She's not gonna tap. She's she's woken fierce. She's not gonna tap. They made a big deal out of on Raw that she's not scared of the armbar. She's not scared of the armbar. But there's this there's a part of me that thinks that maybe that's a whole that's a, that's a whole like misdirection. Like it's like I'm not scared of the armbar. As soon as that armbar goes in, she taps. Or she's scared like Frankenstein seeing fire. Yeah, like it's like the 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 whole the whole thing is is like she won't get like every, like and you saw it in the Stephanie ma- uh, match at WrestleMania that they spent the entire time trying to keep that armbar from getting locked in. Like and Stephanie did a great job of like you could see like all the time she was blocking it and blocking it and blocking yeah. it. Like I feel that that's going to be part of the story. Like like as soon like the armbar that that Ronda Rousey does is once it's locked in that's it game over. Well, she hurt Stephanie's arm so much that her other arm was hurting the next day. Yeah, I mean, that's that's amazing. That's a superpower. <laughs> okay. Gun to the head. Ah, oh, fuck it. Uh, I, think, uh, I think Rousey will win, but I think it, will, it, it, it depends where that Money in the Bank match happens. If, if it, the Money in the Bank match happens before it, Rousey wins. Otherwise, I, I think... I think double count-out. Ooh. That's what the I'm Rocky, thinking. Double count-out. Nobody's going to boo. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Or maybe just a, just a straight out disqualification. 
That's the only way I can see it happening. What, like she doesn't let go of the armbar and then and then the ref well, that or just... rings the bell and everyone thinks, oh yeah, she's won, she's won, and then it's like she's been disqualified. Possibly. I would say probably just using a chair. Just Nia Jax just hits her with a chair repeatedly. What, and you have a turn, Nia turns. Maybe. Well, she already seems to be turning. She's just a likeable heel. She's That's what she is. Yeah. She's I know, a bad it's, it's guy like through water thing again. Okay, I think uh, double DQ, Nia Jax retains. Okay, okay. Well, in that case, I'm going to go Rousey wins and then loses the title to whoever won the, the, the mini in the bank. The mini in the bank. Alexa Bliss and then the status quo. Hooray! <laughs> <laughs> All right, WWE Championship, last man standing. AJ Styles versus Shinsuke Nakamura. Are we finally going to get a match that doesn't end in a double ball knocker? Because all of this this feud seems to have revolved around two men battering the shit out of each other's testicles. Is there any top face on SmackDown other than AJ Styles? Not that I don't think so. Well, Daniel Bryan. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I don't know what Bobby Roode technically counts as at the moment. He's on Raw now. Oh, is he on Raw? Oh, sorry. Um, um, Rusev, is he a face now? Is he... Mm. Uh, I can't remember. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, baby, we like him, but WWE don't. Well, if Shinsuke, if Shinsuke Nakamura wins the title, then obviously there's going to be a rematch with AJ Styles anyway. And then Daniel Bryan's clearly going to be in and around there. There's Big Cass, who's known Raw now. Oh, no, he's on SmackDown. I don't no, know. No, he's any... on SmackDown, and he's just he's been injured for a couple of weeks yeah. again. I'm trying to think who else is. Like, because Orton's out injured, isn't he? Uh, yes, uh, so uh, we've got Samoa Joe feuding with Daniel Bryan just yeah, now. Yeah, they, they, they face off on SmackDown. So this, this will come up in the Men's Money in the Back match because they face off on SmackDown this week to decide the final participant. Oh, in. I see it there, yeah. yeah. Uh, right, I think it's going to be tough, but you either get Shinsuke winning and then Daniel Bryan is going to face him or you have AJ winning and then Samoa Joe faces him. Both would be amazing. Yeah, Both, I think it's looking good, choices. doesn't it? I feel like it's time for Shinsuke to have the title. Yes. Since he turned heel, he's had a chance to strut. I think against Daniel Bryan, he would get another chance to... Even if they have a rematch with AJ Styles where he's the champion, he then puts Styles away, and Styles can then go off and feud with someone else without the title for a bit, and then Shinsuke can get someone else to feud with. I think that's great. I think that's that's what they need, and it shakes something up. Put, can put Daniel Bryan back into the title hunt. I don't think he wins, uh, or whether they feed Shinsuke some some people, whether they feed him Bobby Roode, or or whatever. But I think I think Shinsuke wins. I think Shinsuke wins too. Are we going to explain how? Um, I can I, I don't know. He's he AJ doesn't answer the ten count. There we go. Oh, <laughs> smart arse. Right. <laughs> I think there's two ways that he could win this. I think there's my way, and then there's the WWE way. Okay, well, what's what's the WWE way first? The, the, the WWE way is AJ Styles is in the middle of getting up. Maybe he's at like six or seven in the count or something. And as he's on his knees, from behind, Shinsuke hits him with a Kinshasa. Okay. And then he's already still down. And I think the, the ref will count 8, 9, 10. Even though we know that breaks the count and it should start again at 1, but WWE's logic is fuck the fans and fuck continuity, yeah. they'll just count to 10 anyway. Yeah, that makes sense. How, how do you think it's going to happen then? Oh, I think they're going to have a ball off. 
He's going to play Rochambeau. Ah, yeah, I think they're both going to be getting up, and it's going to be a seven count each of them, and I think Shinsky's going to wallop him before he gets to his feet, and AJ's going to go down while Shinsky gets up, and it'll be like the Rocky Two finish. <laughs> and then he, Shinsky will just make it with the ropes and get to, you know, make it up at nine, and then AJ will go down. And he's like, oh, oh, my balls. <laughs> oh, one of them's come out of my mouth. Oh, boy. <laughs> No, I think that's pretty solid. I can't see it. I don't think it's going to not involve someone hit, getting hit in the testicles repeatedly. Oh, oh there's another thing. Oh. What they could do is you could have Shinsky kick AJ hard in the balls halfway through the match and he's wearing a metal cup and then he pulls it out and all the fans are like, oh, very good, very good. And Shins- Shinsky hurts his ankle. That would be a cool... Like, I feel like that's, that is the way to do it. I feel like they like they've got to, we've got to the stage where AJ's just looking stupid now for not wearing a cup. Yeah, there's definite fuckery being involved here. But I definitely like I think it'd be kind of cool if he does wear that and then like a like uh, uh, Shinsuke goes for that like but that ball knocker and then essentially like his uh, his leg gets done and then it's like oh will he hit the Kinshasa oh like yeah. or the the ref will take the the cup off him at that point and be like oh you don't have the cup anymore you're not allowed the cup and then yeah. then you'll get the rest of the match and then like Shinsuke will win. Whatever, like I think, I think that would be kind of interesting, but like I said, I think it'll just be. I don't think it'll be. I don't. I think they'll continue with AJ not realizing that he can wear a cup. And that's, that's <laughs> Maybe the, there's something like it's illegal and you're not allowed it. No, I don't think it's. I don't think it's Maybe. illegal. Well, well there, my Dilo Brown wore a bloody riot vest for long periods of time. Yeah, but it's like, you, are you allowed to wear a helmet? No, you're not, right? Brett wore a what's it? What did, what, what did Brett wore when? He was feuding with Goldberg. He wore like a chest protector to, <laughs> to deal with. Like he did, he, he essentially. I essentially, think Brett wore Goldberg's shoe, didn't he? <laughs> uh, Brett essentially pulled a, a, a Back to the Future three and had like a big metal thing across his waist. So like Goldberg went to to spear oh, yeah. it and like he just like and, and he knocked he, himself out he knocked him yeah he basically ran into him and like obviously Brett went down because it was a spear but then like Goldberg just didn't get back up again <laughs> and yeah. it was like what's happened what's happened and Brett takes off his ridiculously sized hockey jersey and he's got this big metal like abdomen yeah those were the days that's yeah. when I used to watch WCW as well yeah and like I said I think that's that's that, that's, it. And that, that's the thing that I think is missing from this feud is like that whole point where it's like can we please have a heel or a face who's vaguely intelligent if you've been hitting the nuts however many times first of all you've medically you've lost one of them yeah this, at this stage one of those balls is no longer functioning yeah and you may thank as well goodness he's got his he's got his kids already yeah yeah I mean that's yeah i mean it's all written down the side but like <laughs> like please can we just have some level of sense where there's at a certain point certainly at least after the third or the fourth one you'd be going you know what i'm pretty certain there's something that stops this yeah he has to learn his lesson yeah and, uh, and we yeah. don't seem to be seeing that at the moment and he, he's he's tried to i'll go on the offense and that hasn't worked so please can we just even if he loses his title i just want to see that him pulling a cup out and being like ha ha yeah. ha that that just some some common sense booking would be quite nice. Yeah, that would that would be good. So I think we both we're both seeing Shinsuke, are we? Nakamura, uh, Nakamura. Yes, yeah. yes, yeah. Via distracted meme. Uh, no, I don't think the he's not going to go. You know, oh, I had to hold back from an accent there. <laughs> he's going to go look over there and then say, "Oh, what?" And then he just kicks him harder than us. 
I think it's going to be a... I don't know how honest they can be, but I think it'll be an honest ball shot. <laughs> an honest... Hold on, hold on. Are we back to, back to consensual? It's like... Oh, God, it's, it's okay. This is a consensual penis. We're, we're about a half a step away from a, a ball shot on a stick match. Um, yes. Anyway. <laughs> Where's Russo? <laughs> All right. So, men's money in the bank t- uh, ladder match for a shot at the WWE champion the next year. Currently, I don't know why I put a space in there. But Is it the WWE champ or just any champ? It's the, it's the WWE championship. Or is the, it not universal? No one's ever taken the opportunity to go after the IC belt with a with a money in the bank which would be an interesting thing to do but they've not Shit, done it is this just Smackdown like no it's, it's got it's for the Universal or the WWE yeah it's for both because there's, there's, there's guys from both what? sides what are you just saying WWE for I pronouns pal I don't know yeah well okay Braun Strowman Finn Balor The Miz Rusev Bobby Roode Kevin Owens a member of the New Day which hasn't been you're just reading yet. the Wikipedia page aren't you because I'm on the exact same thing no here. I copied I copied it I copied it off this morning Right. Or this afternoon, this evening. Versus so, TBD. Uh, I really like TBD. TBD. Um, yeah, to, to be determined. It's the, it's the big dog. It's Roman Reigns. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I never thought of that. That's how they fucked us. We all think it's, oh, it's okay. They'll say it at a later date. And then it's just the big dog. Oh. Oh. See, I mean, this is why Vince should employ me. Like, I'll get around all these problems. How do we get him back in the match? Well, I just put it down as TBD. They'll think it's Daniel Bryan or someone. Aha! I love it! <laughs> You're a genius, McIntyre. Pierre, wear the shirt with your name on it. <laughs> right, so, ladder match. So, the, TB, the T, TBD will be the winner of Daniel Bryan or Samoa Joe on this week's SmackDown. So, those, yes. are the, those are the people who are in the match. I have a feeling that the New Day member will end up being Kofi, because... Oh, what they is need an, somebody to jump off the ropes. What is what is a Money in the Bank ladder match without Kofi Kingston? But, I mean, it could be anyone. I, I think anyone in the New Day would have a great role in that match. I don't... Like, you've already got some seriously big men in, like, with Strowman and Kevin Owens and the big power men. You, you don't need another one with yeah. with Big E. Xavier Woods would be quite good. Like, I, th- I think he's really sort of come on... I, said, it, I, th- I, I don't know. It, any of them could slot in there, but I don't think they're going to win the match. I don't know. Like I feel like the Miz is going to win it. I feel like that's what you want, isn't it? That's, that's what everybody what I want. wants. It's kind of what I want. I don't think Bobby Roode's going to win it. I don't think Kevin Owens will win it. I don't think Rusev will win it. It's a lot of jobbers in this, isn't there? Uh, I don't think it's actually no. I don't think there are jobbers in here. Like there's a couple who aren't going to win. Like I don't think Rusev's going. I think Rusev's in there to give people hope. But I think like Finn Balor is a contender, Rod Strowman's a contender, either of Daniel Bryan or Samoa Joe's a contender. Kevin Owens could win, but I don't think he will. Mm. Like I, I think that, that if they're building towards Daniel Bryan versus The Miz at, at um, WrestleMania next year, they need to find a way to put the title on Miz, because if Miz is the champion, that's a better story. And yeah. what better way to do it than with the Money in the Bank ladder match? And he has made the best use of the Money in the Bank in the past because he just becomes unbearable. Mm-hmm. And you have him pick up the title. You then have Daniel Bryan chasing him, and that's a great stand. That that is your the WrestleMania thirty five main event there. So I, as as far as I see, it, I think I think it's the Miz. Okay. And I think I... the Miz is great at the moment. He's been so good, and he deserve. I think he like, and I used to hate him. I used to genuinely like. I don't. We I don't like did. him. But he's he's 
he's genuinely like a, a part of the show that you's like actually no I want to see how he does. He's performed well. He does everything well. He's 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 earned that spot. I think. Okay, I agree with you. I think the Miz will win as well. However, I think it's because Miz looks out of sorts when he's not carrying something to the ring. Yes. No. I see that. I totally. See I think that. he he. Is better with his belt or the money in the bank, like what you said. He draws heat. He he's an arsehole with it. It just it works with him. It's that and whole I thing that when he when he has power, he is he is just he just makes the most of it. Like he's unbearable. Yeah. He's that guy who's constantly rubbing it in your face. So you have to have that power. Yeah, he has to have and that. I I actually think that I think Shinsuke is winning it to lose it to Daniel Bryan. Really? Uh, yeah, and I think that the Miz is going to steal it off of Daniel Bryan and then Bryan's going to get his redemption afterwards Ooh, and win it back good. off of the Miz again. That's good. That's actually very good. Like, if we if we have another match with AJ after Shinsuke, so, so if, if AJ gets his, his, his uh, rematch, mm-hmm. loses that, Daniel goes in, uh, Bryan goes into a feud with Shinsuke, a couple of matches back and forth, he wins the title, loses it to the Miz on the money in the bank. And then he's chasing the Miz. Yeah, no, I totally get that. That's great. Yeah, that's really good. Even if it's a case of like I the like that could lead to Royal Rumble, like the Royal Rumble win for the to Daniel Bryan that he's been missing out on for the last few years. Yep. Yeah. No, I totally see that. That's 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 what like I want, but you know, there's yeah. so many other options. That there's could happen. there's so many variables that could kick yeah. in, but I think that that is solid booking for the rest of the year for your, yeah, for your absolutely title match and. Two guys who have genuine heat with each other, genuine chemistry with each other. You're not putting two completely mismatched styles and sizes with each other, and yeah, I mean they have a, such a history mm-hmm. so from 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 day one, and it just represents everything. It's it's it's. I I definitely think that's the way they'll go, and I would love to see that. I think that's that that's intriguing. That that it's like that whole thing is like when you when you watch a movie. Like I when I, whenever when a movie comes out, so for example for Infinity War and I get I get a lot of stick for this. I spoiled myself for 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 Infinity War before I saw it. No. Because that's why I'm I'm so impatient and I just want to know what happens, so that when I watch it, it's not me going oh my god this has just happened and I miss something like yeah. th- that moment where you're hit suddenly hit by by a major event and you're going oh my god has that just happened and then you miss several little details because you're just reeling from the big things and like something in like infinity war that's constantly happening you're constantly getting hit left right and center by these big events and then and, and there's the little details that you just miss out on because you're just overwhelmed by that i i don't care about the end of result i just want to see the story to get you there and the the crash. I just want to absorb information as yeah, as, more, as functionally as possible. Yeah, and like and and I want to see how they get there. I want to see the craft that goes into it. I appreciate a good storytelling. Yeah, but I don't feel like I I don't feel like I watched a different movie though. I feel like I got just as much, if not maybe a little bit more, of enjoyment out than you did. Then, if that's the case, because I was more shocked. No, I, 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 you are you're getting everything that I'm getting, except you're missing the shock value. Yeah, but I, I don't really that's mind. That's it. So there's pros and cons of that, I suppose. Yeah, like I, I don't think there's anything wrong. Like people, people, people want to spoil themselves. That's fine. I don't think that should be ever, ever be an issue. I certainly don't think people should judge people if they spoil themselves. Like I watch the movies the way I want to watch the movies. I know people have turned around to me and say, "I can't believe you spoil yourself." Well, that's fine. But for the la- like, and this is the thing: is like, I can't believe you spoil me. Don't tell me anything. Like, I'm not going to. Yeah. Like I knew I knew what was happening. I knew who was who was living and who was dying in, in Infinity War for about a 
about three or four days. Oh, oh, is this where you is this where you reveal that you fucking you rigged the, the no, draft? No, because I because I <laughs> because we recorded it before that came out. Oh, I was okay. I was very careful about that. Like there was the, we we specifically recorded it as early as possible to make sure that. The, no, I don't know. I'm I'm sniffing a tainted drug test here. Yeah, <laughs> uh, well, go talk to Roman Reigns. <laughs> no, I think you mean it was. Oh, uh, who was the guy? It was a uh, Luther Reigns. That's <laughs> the guy. <laughs> Oh yeah, Horseshoe. they got wi- they got wise to him after he pushed uh, that box containing Kurt Angle around all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I knew I knew theory before the day the movie came out, but after we done the but after we done the podcast, the, the original draft. Okay, and how did we get onto this? I don't know. It was something to do with the spoilers and the storyline of a, of a show and how how, right, how yeah. you get there. And like for like I said, two or three days, I knew what was going to happen and everyone's talking about it and I'm like I've not told anyone I've not spoiled anyone no one's everyone's like oh don't tell me I'm, I'm not going to yeah. at no point did I offer that, that information and like I said like, I'm, I'll spoil myself but I'm not going to spoil other people I'm not a malicious prick yeah well that's that's commendable thank you yeah, yeah cool so The Miz is The Miz going to win it yeah yeah I think so we might see some good. new feuds come out of this match, but I think this is going to probably win. He's not, he's not really doing anything on SmackDown at the moment. I think him having the title just makes him just more a little bit more unbearable. Women's Money in the Back match. We've already sort of alluded to this. We know all the participants. Ember Moon, Charlotte Flair, Alexa Bliss, Becky Lynch, Natalia, Lana, Naomi, Sasha Banks. There's your contenders. Who do we think? Mm. And again, I feel like there's, there's so many people in this match. Like I don't Again, I don't feel that Lana's going to win. Don't feel Naomi's gonna win. I feel it's too. Bailey's not in, is she? No. no, no, she didn't make it in. I don't feel like Ember Moon's gonna win. I think it's too early. Charlotte Flair could win. I feel it. I feel that Money in the Bank works better when you're a heel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But obviously, we've just had the heel Money in the Bank win. There's not a lot of heels in there though. No, like Alexa Bliss is in there. Becky Lynch. I don't think Becky's gonna win, which no. I think is sad because I think she's. She's great. too busy with her quinoa salad. Oh uh, yeah, well, you you know all about Instagram. I'm not on Instagram. <laughs> She's just all about that, like, it's like grass pasta or some crap like that. Yeah, okay. Sasha Banks' is, uh, Money in the Bank, could that be the thing that sort of finally turns her full heel? Uh, um, what, did she, like, you remember she's going straight back to Bailey after this, so... Probably, yeah. Or is is is, uh, is Bailey going to cost her the match? Or, I mean, they're not really, they're so like they're actively getting involved with each other. They seem to be just avoiding each other. It's like the most passive-aggressive feud in that sort of high, high... It's like when you you know a girl and she's like, oh yeah, this is my best friend, but she fucking hates her. Yeah, like it's become it's becoming like the worst version of that that whole frenemy thing. It's like a toxic friendship. Yeah, yeah you just don't want any of that shit. But it's, to the it's, point where you're just sick of it. It's, it's just like it's I've done becoming, with both of them. It's becoming really badly cliched in that whole. Oh, we don't like each other, but we're not going to talk about it. And like, yeah. it's just like it feels very high schooly, and like I just feel like they just pull the trigger on the feud and go with it. Because they're just not antagonizing each other, so it's not a feud. Like you know, you don't really think that they're staying so far away from each other, but they're like, oh, we're we're we, we they, they make such a big deal out of it. But you're just like, but they don't, they're not going after each other. They're just yeah. they're just almost ignoring each other, or they're just like, oh, well, yeah, it just, it's not a feud, but they keep saying it's a feud. Mm-hmm. Charlotte Flair, maybe. I feel like the best use is Alexa Bliss uh. because she's sort of fallen off the title. Yeah, but what is she going to get back on it? Because I've I've already said that Nia Jax retains, so you're going to have Alexa with the briefcase doing the same old high school crap with Nia as well. No, I don't think. I think if if they if they do that, I mean, I mean, the t- like our logic on the t- Natalia winning is probably the best logic 
Because Hang on, how are you are you looking at Rondi 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 Rosa? <laughs> are you looking at the Roundy Rosa? <laughs> welcome to Half Asleep with with yeah. Cheen and Stu. <laughs> welcome, welcome to it's it's twenty past eleven and we've been talking for nearly two hours. Uh, I'm surprised we've made as much sense as we've got to now. Welcome to welcome to past your bedtime with Bark the Ogre. <laughs> The secret hidden subtitle of these this yeah, podcast. Yeah, we're actually in bed. We're not sitting on chairs at all. No, no, no. It, it's like Morecambe and Wise. We're actually in the same room. We're just all tucked up in pajamas. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. I think. I, right, I do you have like, Ronda winning or not? I don't remember. I'm gonna have to listen back. I think I had. Did you Ronda, write it down? You had no. I haven't been writing anything. Back. I had Naya winning by. Uh, you had you had you had, you had a winning by you had a retaining by disqualification. I had Ronda Rousey to win. So by that logic, I think I was gonna have Natalia win and then cash in and take the title right. over. Well, I know what I'm gonna go for then. Okay, what are you gonna go for? <clears throat> a run in by uh, Jake the Snake Roberts. No, no. Well, why? Why the <laughs> fuck would he run in? None of it. No, that was close. <laughs> <laughs> that was close. We'll talk about it off air. Yeah. <laughs> right. I am going for Lana. Okay. Do you think she's just gonna find herself at the top of the ladder and be like, oh? Yeah. I maybe like I don't know. Right. Emberman. We we agree it's too soon. Right? Too soon Charlotte Flair's not gonna. Charlotte Flair's not going to have the money in the bank because she's a good guy and I don't think she should be carrying around the money in the bank. No. It's going to... When she walks down to the ring, she's got her outfit and, you know, holding the briefcase as well would be ridiculous. Yeah. It's just, there's too much going on with that outfit. Alexa Bliss could win it. Yeah, Alexa Bliss could win it, but I've already said Naya is going to retain it and I'm not going to watch another Alexa Bliss, Naya Jax shit. Yeah, but what happened? What happens if Alexa Bliss decides to go after the other championship? Well, then she'd have to move to SmackDown, and Vince doesn't want that. Why not? Because Alexa Bliss is pretty, and all the pretty people stay on Raw. Oh, okay, fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> you make a good point, sir. Uh, <laughs> I'm just thinking like Vince McMahon. Oh, don't well, like don't not say with Shinsuke Nakamura. It's like say you don't speak English because you're Japanese. <laughs> I think I think if we, uh, you spend too much time thinking about like uh, like Vince McMahon, then something goes horribly, horribly wrong. Yeah, I know, right? So uh, Be- Becky Lynch is just queen of the nobodies right now. Yeah, she's just sort of there to be the tag partner during those tag matches when they they, they, they put together. Yeah, I don't think Natalia is going to win it because why would Natalia win it if Ronda doesn't win the belt? Mm. Naomi already won the women's. The, uh, what is it? The, the women's, uh, the what? fabulous Miller's. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, fabulous Miller thing. The I'll I'll pimp you out Royal Rumble that they did at WrestleMania. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. What was it? Fabulous Miller. That's it. She won the that inaugural one. the inaugural women's battle royale. Yes, and Sasha Banks. I just don't think is going to win because they don't like Sasha Banks anymore. I feel like Sasha Banks is going to get taken down by the the riot squad, and then Bailey will come out and. There'll, there'll be some contrived way that, that, that Sasha will be taken out of the match um, mm. oh no that's what's going to happen with Charlotte do you think the Iconics might beat up on Charlotte some more Charlotte and Becky and take them two out maybe maybe and then that's when Lana and Alexa Bliss climb the ladder <laughs> and then Lana goes look over there and then punts Alexa Bliss in the <laughs> <balls>. <laughs> Road dog's booking, folks. Road dog's booking. 
Yeah. Uh, no, I think Lara's going to win it, though. I think she'll win it by fluke. There'll be, like, three or four ladders involved or some crap, and Obdi's going to fall off at the same time, and, she'll and Lara be will be there. the only one up there. No, that makes sense. I think that makes sense. That's, uh, that's and then I think it's going to be Lana versus... Oh, I said Carmela by something, didn't I? Something. Like so I think no, it'll be Lana versus Carmela. <laughs> oh, it's painful. She might cash in and lose. Who knows? That'd be good. Or she might lose the... the like, I, I'd like to see... You know what I'd love to see? I'd love to see people defending the, the Money in the Bank title matches. Yeah. When they yeah, used to do it, like, you know, people like when, when Kennedy had it and he lost to Edge because, you know... Kennedy was an idiot. Or when John Cena screwed off, uh, screwed over Baron Corbin. <laughs> screwed off Baron Corbin. Oh yeah. dear. Uh, <laughs> That's why he left Nikki. <laughs> it would explain certain things. Baron Corbin's not on the on the. Um, not not on, yet. Not in the show. Who's he feuding with? I don't know. Oh, I should know this. I should. He just this. sort of turns up and shouts at people for a while and then moves on. Um, uh, go back to OVW or whatever. Baron yeah. Corbin. There's there's a couple of extra potential matches which are going to turn which could potentially turn up over the next couple of weeks before the pay per view. First one, there's no intercontinental title match. It's looking like it's going to be Seth Rollins and Elias. Do we think that's going to happen? Do we think Elias will, will win or just, I think Seth Rollins will retain if that match happens. I don't think Elias needs the title. I don't think he does. Uh, yeah, I think Seth's winning it. And the other potential match at the moment that I sort of have down here is the Royal Tag Team Championship, which is the Deleter of Worlds. And the B versus the B team, since that seems to be the direction they're going, as they feed yet another pointless tag team to a slightly less pointless tag team. I think they need to get that belt off of those belts off of those two quick because Bray Wyatt is just death. He's just he just, just he just ruins everything. I'd love to see like the revival or a proper tag team just take the titles and just hold on to them for a while and actually show what quality like when the revival were down in nxt they were great because they they genuinely were like difficult to beat they were constantly pulling out wins through great tag team tactics but i don't think you're ever going to see that in the main roster because i don't think the wwe see money in tag team titles mm. is baron corbin not feuding with uh, titus worldwide uh, possibly or is it bobby Roode? I think he's more tight, tight feeding with Bobby Roode, but Bobby Roode's obviously in the match. I mean, maybe that's how Bobby Roode gets taken out of the uh, the, the men's men's ladder match, but who knows? He's got to get yeah, on that the, could be a point. He's got to get on the um, on the show somehow, otherwise he's not getting paid. Oh fuck no! It's no way Jose. Oh Is no it? way Jose! Yeah, no, that makes sense because Baron Corbin has no sense of fun. <laughs> okay, right. I think we figured that out then. All right, cool. I think that's us. Uh, we've gone through the the card. I mean, we've we've talked about what we want to see. We've talked about where we think some things are going to go with like the 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 title match. Certainly, I think to what we think is going to be the title match at WrestleMania. Certainly for the the WWE Championship. Mm. I think there's there's a, there's a lot of like this. It's very difficult to gauge at this point in the year. We've still got Rumble. Yeah, it's, Rumble. it's the quiet spell, isn't it? Yeah, it's that whole point. Usually, they just put the title on someone random. And see what happens, like last year with gender. Oh God, that was painful. Whereas I feel like there's there's more people who could benefit from having a title run at the moment, like Shinsuke. Like I feel like that's almost what's what's going to happen with Shinsuke. He's going to pick up the title and sort of have the summer of shit, summer of uh, strong style, which could be quite mm-hmm. good. But like I said I don't see the title coming off Brock unless it gets to SummerSlam. Yeah. Uh, because they want to, they want to, they want to take CM Punk off the history rooks. So oh, they hate him, don't they? Yeah, they really do. But everything else is just sort of ticking over at the moment. I don't think 
certainly not any sort of, the, the Daniel Bryan one's the most probably the most telegraphed storyline they've got going at the moment but everything else like yeah it's, it just depends whether they put the belt on or not who knows what's going to happen is take there's obviously this taker there's Cena Orton will be back at some point Dean Ambrose might return possibly doing whatever he, he does that people like I don't see it mm-hmm. myself it's that bouncy thing with the ropes they love that oh yeah yeah, once is fine. Multiple times in a match, you start to learn. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like I, I do it. Like, see when when I've see him wrestle live, I've I've seen him like a couple of times, and when he does it, you go, "Ooh, hey!" But it's not. It's not like it's not fun. It's not believable. You're just no, doing no. it. Bec- you're shouting because it's crowd participation. It's a spot. Yeah, so that's all it is. It's not. It's it's like. I, I, I don't know it's uh, it, it's one of those moves that I'm fine with it maybe once in a match but when he starts doing it multiple times yeah no okay yeah yeah someone again it's that whole like that someone would learn eventually that not to just not to what not to just stand there while he wobbles yeah. off just grab his legs and then springboard him into the rope yeah yeah like this there's, there's got to be ways to do it right cool I think that's been I've been it's been great. We were we're just about to hit two hours, which is a bit longer yeah. than I was expecting. And then we're gonna oh there we go. It's gonna turn into a pumpkin shortly. Yeah, cool. Can I just uh, give a like a, a quick message, right? Okay, who you, who who are you talking to? Well, I'm basically gonna be talking about the pay per view. I say pay per view. The show that I went to last week. Yeah. Okay. So that's yeah. what. We'll, we'll, a little, one little anecdote to go home on. Yeah, then I don't want to. Then I'm going to kick you out of the cavern because I'm really tired. <laughs> yeah right okay so i went to see ring of honor in edinburgh uh, a couple of days ago no, did you go down to edinburgh or did you go up to edinburgh uh, down that's correct well done <laughs> we went down to edinburgh me Sanj, and wittick and we didn't know about the show until about a week before and we didn't really like know we knew kind of like who half the people were going to be there cody was going to be there cody rhodes the young bucks the ring of honor like champions with like Dalton Castle you had the Briscoes uh, but then there was like uh, Emma from WWE oh yeah yeah Tenille yeah Tenille Dashwood yeah and then there was like a, a couple of like Japanese uh, New Japan guys like uh, Evil and Tanada hmm. and there was uh, Tanahashi as well like the Japanese John Cena oh that, that was like a real like highlight for me and it, there was like Joe Hendry is like a, a Scottish wrestler from Edinburgh. He's quite popular with ICW and stuff. He was there as well. He got a title shot. You know, the kind of like local boy gets a title shot against Ric Flair type thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but overall, it was a good show. It, it was pretty cheap. I think it was like £30 for a ticket. The seats were crap. Like In terms of quality or where you were sitting? The Where we were sitting. It was all just one level. Okay. So it wasn't like, it wasn't like you sort of sat down and went, and then you fell off. Yeah. Or that every time Sanj moved, he wobbled. No, the, the it was like it was like dinner table seats. Okay. Yeah. So we were we were ten rows, and the people at the front of the row were paying like seventy quid, hmm. and the people at the back of the row were paying thirty quid. But there was only about maybe less than ten meters difference. Okay. So like you might as well just pay thirty quid. And what we did was we stood up and like we just stood at the, there was like a little concession bar type thing at the back. Yeah. We just stood there and watched the whole show standing up. And it was perfect because we got an unobstructed view for 30 quid. And we were like, we could throw stuff into the ring. We were that close. Okay. But we, you know, we, we didn't actually throw stuff into the no, ring. No, that, that, that would put some Pete seriously off. Yeah. It was really good. I thoroughly enjoyed it. 
I got home that night because Sans was driving. It, the only thing I can say is like we're all wrestling fans here. There's you know if you're listen if you're listening to this all the way through and you're not a wrestling fan, I'd be fucking surprised. <laughs> yeah, I mean. <laughs> I, I know this is pretty niche, but like I said, one of the things about this podcast is we're going to cover a lot of random stuff. Yeah. Um, we're obviously, we've talked about Marvel movies. We're now talking about wrestling. I have intentions to talk about run, running like Dungeons and Dragons games because, you know, Ooh, hashtag. Or like Skype Dungeons and Dragons. Not Skype Dungeons and Dragons, but like a, a friend of mine's currently running the D&D game in Edinburgh and like I've been helping him sort of with some of this, the, the logistics of it and when we come up in July we're, we're, we're arranging to come and join the game and me and, and the missus are going to play the, the bad guys for a session and we're going to basically go up against the, the party and, and he's like oh this is amazing and we're helping sort of develop story and stuff like that oh nice there's lots of little bits and pieces like I mean I think like I don't I don't get a chance to play D&D much down here cause you don't, don't get a chance to do anything that much no I got I got I got I got a mini kaiju um <laughs> That's, that's, that's a great it. name. <laughs> I, it describes him perfectly. <laughs> we've got a little, we've got him a little, um, we've got him a little like toy garage with some, some cars and whatever, and he just generally spends most of his time standing, leaning on it, and just hitting it with things. I'm just like, yeah, right. Uh, yeah. so quickly. <laughs> but um, but yeah, no, like I said, we're we're going to try and cover some other bits and pieces. Like I said, I want to talk to some various people, and I said it's one of the reasons I wanted to get you on here because I said I think we've I've I've really enjoyed chatting wrestling. And yeah, we've it's even, been we've, good. We've really not even scratched the surface of some of the stories that we could we could tell. Like, there's just so many bits and pieces, like going into the history of wrestling, going into the the the, the old stories. our beginnings, our beginnings. Yeah, I mean, I I know when we come up in July, I really want to get together and, and do a little bit more of a deep dive into where we both came from from wrestling, and then like because obviously we we sort of crossed over and, and watched quite a lot of pay per views together. And we went to shows together and all that sort of stuff, and it's like, mm. yeah, I mean, there's, there's there's fun stories to be had. And again, I I loved I'd love to hear from from our listeners or whatever listeners we have. The goal of this podcast is not to get a huge number of listeners; it's, it's to create a community. There's not everyone's going to want to listen to every episode because it might not be a target. But if, if there's an episode on there that someone goes, actually, yeah, well, that's really interesting, or I've got an opinion on that, I'd love to. We'd love to hear what you guys think is going to happen at, at WrestleMania this year, what is going to happen at Money in the Bank. Did we get where we, what you thought was going to happen in Money in the Bank? Yeah, uh, uh, I, I would just like to say, I don't want to hear any of that shit. That's Keep funny. your opinions to yourself. <laughs> I'm right, you're wrong. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. It's okay, you don't have to give a, 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 an email address <laughs> or a Twitter account. You, you can get in touch with <laughs> we are yeah. on Twitter uh, the Inside the Ogre Cavern podcast uh, is at ITOC podcast all one word uh, we also have an email address which I got wrong on episode one I gave it the wrong <laughs> podcast nobody's saying anything I know well that's yeah, I, 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 it, the, 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 we've got an email account uh, it's at Inside the Ogre's Cavern at gmail.com not as I previously said Inside the Ogre's Cavern podcast at gmail.com that, that is not a podcast email address don't email that address. Email the first one I gave out. You can also find other podcasts from our sibling podcast network on uh, at fcpodnet, or you can find us at facebook.com forward slash fcpodnet with the guys at the Buff Geek Podcast or the guys at the AF Podcast. If you want to listen to some stuff about NFL, I know you're a big NFL fan, Gene. Are you? I am. You still are? I am, yes, very much um, so. I know nothing about NFL, but I love listening to the guys because they talk and they laugh and then clearly... like I understand most of the words, but not in context. 
Uh, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I know those are words. Those are all. I understand what these words mean individually, but put together, it's all nonsense to me. But they they seem to enjoy what they're talking about, and they're very knowledgeable, as far as I can see. If you if you want to be an NFL fan, all you have to do is complain about how the NFL is sucking all the fun out of everything, and hate the Patriots, and then you're laughing. Okay, cool. I mean, the only thing I like Tyrod Taylor is he a guy? Is he a thing? <laughs> I don't know. Hang on. <laughs> He's been mentioned on every podcast so far. See, the, th- the thing is, though, Stu, those damn patriots. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, go check them out. The guys the guys are great fun. They did, they made some predictions for this this upcoming season. Um, apparently, they're very bold. They could be, I don't know. Um, they mentioned several names I, I recognised vaguely. It is a great podcast. They have a lot of fun. It's, it's, it's a great charisma. I love the guys over there. So do go check them out. I need to say thank you very much to Army of Freshmen for the intro music which they have so kindly let us use. Check them out at Army of Freshmen on Twitter. Uh, you can also listen to their podcast, Fresh Talk, where you get to listen to them talk about all sorts of stuff, movies, TV shows, touring, being a band, all that sort of stuff. And their music is also very awesome. Fresh Talk from Freshmen. Fresh Talk from Freshmen. I know. I mean, marketing. Eh? Isn't that, it's just marketing. Yeah, that's, that's cracking. I hope their artwork's just as good as well. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, they, they, they've been doing it a lot longer than we have. I actually, I'm going to Google them now, actually. Cause You're going to Google them now? Yeah. I'm good, glad you should. I mean, this is this is what we want to do. We want to share the love, share the stuff. Get in touch with us. Tell us what you think. We're clearly going to be wrong with most of these predictions because I never get it right, including the time I called the main event of the Roman Reigns-Brock Lesnar match by saying that Seth Rollins was going to come out and then when it actually happened, I forgot that was going to happen. Okay. Do you remember the year that, that, that it was brought Yeah, the, the 30, 32. I've got it on Blu-ray, I think. Yeah, and then Seth c- cashed in. I called that at 5 o'clock that night. 31. It was 31. Yeah, did I you, called, really? I did. Remember, we were talking about it. We were on the way to the to the buffet, uh, and I was like, oh, I reckon this is going to happen. And then when we got to the show, and we were like, we were all predicting it, I completely forgot that's what I said. Fuck, was I watching that with you? Yeah, yeah. It was. We were all around at Wittix. Oh, that RKO though. Oh yeah, that RKO. Oh, that was a belter. Did I not jump up for that? You got very excited. Oh man, I got hard. <laughs> you nearly knocked all the Krispy Kreme over. Uh... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man, Krispy Kreme. Yeah. Right, so we're gonna. I'm gonna call this call this now because it's getting really late. And... Yeah, I'm sorry. I've wasted another ten minutes of your life. <laughs> Dude, talking to you is never a waste. Oh, thanks, man. Also, before we before we go, Cheen has a bunch of podcasts that are up on YouTube. Go check. Oh, out. you bitch! Don't tell him. <laughs> check out Google. Just search for Cheencast. You'll listen to them. It is a great listen. Uh, Cheen, you are an inspiration to yeah. the podcasts. Oh, uh, thank you, you are man. Immensely listenable immensely knowledgeable about what the stuff you talk about and that's one of the reasons i really want to have you on the podcast oh, that's really nice can, can i just add a, a a little note as well uh that like you still don't want to hear the rest <laughs> like i'm i'm so glad you've invited me on this because you are very good at this dude you really are you're professional you set things up properly it's been a breeze being on a guest on your show is so easy and it's great fun i've really enjoyed it and the two hours have just kind of flown by absolutely uh, right. also i'd like to say support your local indie wrestling because you know if we don't have that then we'll have to put up with wwe all the time exactly i think i think we're starting to see with the likes of new japan and ring of honor and all that that, that there there are other alternatives out there absolutely and I, and I wish i had the time to see more of the other shows i just don't but at this point it is coming up towards 20 to, to midnight i'm tired you're tired we've had a great <laughs> show 
um, I've got to edit this at some point. So, Gene, it's been great having you in the cavern, but get the fuck out. <laughs> yes! <laughs> Thanks for listening, guys. You can catch me on Twitter, at BarkTheOgre. Thanks for listening if you're still listening at this point, you crazy sons of bitches. Um, and we'll see you down the road for another episode of Inside the Ogre's Cavern. Catch you later. Have a nice night.